Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome back. It's been a while. It was doing that just now, like, even though it's so, like, Ingrid. in my head, autopilot, at first I was like, uh, and I had, like, a brain fart because it's been two weeks since we've we've done a new episode. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that listened to last week's episode that was pre-taped, uh, we did some uh, E3 predictions. We did some, uh, what else did Looking we do? Looking forward to Looking forward to summer coming games. Coming out summer. Yep. So if you check, you know, check that out, thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, but we're back with an all new, brand new live episode. How Lots you guys of been? things to talk about. A lot of things to talk about this week. But how have you guys been? It's been a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You doing anything fun for Memorial Day? I know you said last week what you did, but... You know, you went to a barbecue probably. I went to def- the hospital. Definitely went out. You went to the hospital? <laughs> yeah, to the emergency room. What did you do? Go on. Uh, how, is so, this, how is recording now and you've been here for two hours the first time I'm hearing about it? I was saving content. it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm glad to see that you're, you're, you know, my thoughts about you only are podcast relevant. Are you, you knew that. Are so you that's alive good now? You. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know. You're not contagious, right? No. I mean, we have this desk between us. So I'm hoping No, that. no. So Monday morning, about five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, I wake up. Uh, out of my sleep and I had this like crushing pain in my chest just like it felt like something was reaching inside of my chest and like squeezing inside of me it was, was one of your cats <laughs> <laughs> all of them they're and I'm all like, just collectively reaching in and I'm sitting there and I'm like am I having a heart attack is, is this what a heart attack feels like it feels like something's like crushing my heart Joe your heart's not in the middle of your chest I know that and like I could actually feel my heart beating perfectly normal I checked like my pulse and it was perfectly normal but I'm... like how checking your pulse was pointing to your Apple watch <laughs> and I checked my pulse yep. on my Apple watch heart rate right there yeah normal. you didn't like you didn't do the two fingers to your other wrist no, or no. the two fingers to under your no, neck. No, You'd be no, like, no. I didn't check my pulse. You're like, I checked my pulse. I have technology to... for that. I know, but it's just, I thought it was funny that the default is, because every time someone's like, check your pulse, my default is like two fingers to the neck. To yeah. the neck. Like, that's where I always check my pulse every time I ever needed to. Not like point to Apple Watch. Yeah, well, the world's different now, <laughs> it's Grandpa. So, it's so <laughs> really going to catch up. Really going to get back in the face of things. So your chest is hurting. So yeah. I'm sitting there and I feel like this crushing pain in my chest and I'm, like, I'm laying there going like, is this good? This doesn't feel good because it hurts <laughs> really bad. This hurts. Is this good? Am I supposed <laughs> to hurt like this? Yeah. And then after like a little while, I'm like, maybe I'll just like rest and it'll go away. But then go away and then I start getting like lightheaded and dizzy. And then I like vomited. I'm like, all right, I need to go to the emergency room because clearly something is not wrong or not right. <laughs> not Very wrong, wrong not right. Yeah. Everything's great. Uh, so I, I go to the hospital and like, you know, they put an IV in and give me like painkillers and stuff. And five hours of laying in the hospital, like blood work and stuff. Uh, they finally like come in. And, it, and of course, like in the minute I like hit the bed in the hospital, like I felt fine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. Son of a bitch. $5,000 just out the, out the door. Well, I got insurance, so... Ten thousand. <laughs> so uh, five hours later, eventually the, the lady comes in. She's like, "Oh yeah, you hurt your lower back." Oh, and I'm like, "All right, I'm not a doctor." <laughs> yeah, but I have questions. <laughs> Where is my lower back located? I'm confused. Because <laughs> I thought the heart was in the center of the chest. When I found out that wasn't right, right, I now need to know where every part of my body is. Yeah. She's, she's like, oh, you, you you sprain your lumbar. Oh. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, lumbar is the lower back. So something's wrong with that. And apparently, I, I, I Googled it later on just to be sure that they weren't fucking with me. But apparently, yes, if you hurt your lower back, it can cause like pain in your chest, uh-huh. your arms, and like your shoulders. Yeah. I, I had no idea that was a thing that could happen, but apparently it is. 
Google would in the doc Google and the doctor both wouldn't lie to me. Um, no, one sure. of them would, but both of them no way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was because the day before it was my niece's birthday, so I was at my brother's, uh, and they had all like the kids. Uh, all his friends have kids, and all the kids are there. And, of course, they don't want to play with their kids because now they can just pawn them off to Uncle Joe. So yeah. I spent, like, hours getting the shit kicked out of you by a bunch of five-year-olds. Yeah, so many German suplexes. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was literally there was a point where I was, like, so tired. I was just sitting on the ground, and they were basically using me as a jungle gym. Crane. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I'm just, like, sitting there on the ground, just not moving at all, and they're, like, jumping on my shoulders they're like pulling me around. They're like dragging me across the ground, and I'm just limp, going like, "I don't, whatever. I don't care anymore." Uh, Joe, Joe you're yeah, an you, adult, you know. Yeah, you care now, don't you? <laughs> yes, and now I learned to yeah. care. I, 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 largely up to this point in my life, I've been relatively indestructible. I like never had to go to the hospital. I have like no allergies, no major ailments of any kind. Because you sit in your house all day. You like, also don't I try any trips. I climb mountains. I go hiking. I do all sorts of stuff. I'm, I guarantee that's all virtual reality. We haven't seen you do any of them. No, I've seen pictures, but uh, they could be Photoshop. Yeah, Photoshop. Also, know. you don't eat anything other than like your normal like run-of-the-mill food. So you don't know if you have Buffalo any chicken because, pizza. Yeah. Buffalo chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Buffalo chicken dip. Buffalo chicken wraps, no yeah. lettuce though. Yeah. I got the the thing where they poke me repeatedly in the arm to see what I was allergic to. Acupuncture? No, they do the thing where like they poke you like forty yeah, yeah. fucking times with like forty different things to see if you have like an allergic reaction to any of them. Nothing. And thank fucking god I don't have allergies because I was walking around yesterday. I went to the bank, and uh, or not to the bank. I went to the ATM. Yeah. Okay. And there's like at the bank fucking pollen and shit like all over the place it looks like it was snowing yeah it looked like i literally when i was at the atm there was it looked like the ground was covered in snow yeah and i was like looking at that going like man i'm glad i'm not allergic to this shit no turns out you're allergic to five-year-olds jumping on your back though yeah apparently apparently having (laughs) small children jumping on my shoulders uh will eventually damage my spine huh yeah there you go see that's what we do here at the broken clock podcast we bring you learning items like we want to teach you guys about the things that we experience um, and don't let five-year-olds jump on Joe, and you won't hurt your back. And your heart is also not in the middle of your chest. Mm-hmm. Look at that. We're full of all kinds of knowledge. Yeah, like I figured maybe there was like one of the valves. <laughs> yeah. was, you know, they, There's you an got, aorta somewhere. You got, one of the you valves. Got, yes, Joe. You got four They're chambers very of the large. heart. Yeah. One of them connects to something. Yeah. They all connect to something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know where they connect. <laughs> yeah. One of them could be in the center of my chest. The sure. song about bones and where they connect does not extend no, to the, the heart connects to yeah. the what? And the left ventricle connects to the aorta. I, that's, I don't know, probably yeah, wrong. Maybe. Sure. But, so, I'm so, glad you're yeah, okay. Was, you're up here, was... you're walking, you're sitting. Do you need a small pillow for the small of your back? It would help. A donut pillow? I don't have one. Damn. But, next time. We'll get one for next time. We'll no. make sure everything's okay. Um, but when Joe's not getting horribly abused by other people's children, uh, we're playing video games, so tell us, Joe, whether you were bedridden, what did you play? Uh, I uh, I finished up Days Gone. Okay. And, and? Uh, I platinumed it. Plat- platinumed it. Wow, they really affected your speech, too. Yeah. That's why you don't go to hospitals, man. They fuck with you. Yeah, that's all the shit they were injecting into me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I managed to platinum that. Um, I, I really liked the game. Uh, it got really good at the end of the game, which is once, once again, I said like, it's kind of hard to pitch a game to people on like, oh, after you play it for 40 hours, it gets fun. Yeah. But it did do that. Yeah. I'm just not going to recommend it on okay. that. Okay. So you've finished it now. You've platinumed it. 
do you want a more in the Days Gone universe sequel, spinoff, DLC, something? Well, it, like, it definitely ends with a, a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, there's definitely more coming. Well, and the, I mean, and the ending thing of, like, the, the big twist at the end. Because, like, you beat the game, and then it does, like, you could just kind of go and do, like... Finish uh, up your Finish up things. It's like, you do, like, missions where, like, you go and find out what happened to this person that you met at one point. Kind right. of thing. You're like, oh, whatever happened to that girl? Oh, here's a mission to, like, go to talk to her. Uh, and then you get one of them at the very end, which has a very like, oh shit, what? What yeah. the fuck's happening? So I am interested in that. Um, and yeah, I definitely would want to play more because I did have fun with it. Okay. And, I mean, uh, and that's really all you can ask for yeah. in a game is like, okay, when I was done with it, did I want to keep playing it or something else like it? Yeah. And, it right, very cool. much was like, I finished up everything and platinum everything and like unlocked all the weapons and stuff. And then I was like, oh, like... I'm going to miss this. Yeah. I have no reason to keep playing it. No, but there could be New Game Plus at some point. I'm assuming it didn't have that off the jump. Most of the Sony no. first party games, they come like a month or two down the road. They get Yeah, Game Plus. and they said that they were going to be like adding more stuff. I think they said they were going to be adding like challenge mode stuff. Yeah. Um, so there'll be things that'll get you back into that game eventually. Yeah. But that's good that when all was said and done, generic AAA game, the game turned out to be a fun experience. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I was surprised, well, not the the final weapon that you could unlock in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize that Sony Ben worked on Siphon Filter because the final weapon you could unlock in the game is uh, Gabe's taser mm. uh, from Siphon Filter, the one where like you can like hold it down and eventually like burst into flames. Um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. It's completely useless in this game because you know you have like hordes fifty of zombies. things attacking you at once, and you can't just shoot one zombie and be like, all right, stand there so I can burn you. Yeah, but if oh, you set on fire now. <laughs> But do the other people catch on fire when they're next to that one? No, the other ones are already murdering you oh. while you're doing that. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that is kind of a waste. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I will say the the horde stuff is the best part of that game. Like, like killing a horde mode or the hordes of no, freakers? like throughout the game, like you just yeah, you find like hordes of freakers that are just like strewn about the the world. I think there's seventy three of them total, mm-hmm. and it's kind of thing where like at night they go to like a, their den, and then during the day they like wander around the um. The, the map. Yeah. In like a, a set like thing. And so you could be like just driving around and all of a sudden come across one and like you're like oh fuck all of a sudden there's fucking 500 of them here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know and it's, it is the kind of thing where like you had to have gotten farther in the game to the point where like you have better weapons unlocked. You have like the different bombs and molotovs and everything that you can build. Mm-hmm. But like once you get to that point where you can take on the hordes they're really fucking fun. There's like a, it's surprising a lot of strategy of like planting bombs and like looking at the environment going like uh, okay, you know, if I lead them this way, I can bottleneck them here and just like pull out my machine gun and just like gun them all down. Um, so that part was like really, really fun. And it was the kind of thing, that was definitely the thing where like when I finally killed the last one, I was like, oh, there's no more of them to kill now. Yeah, that is, I mean, it's sad when you're playing a game that you're enjoying and all of a sudden it's like, oh crap, it's done. Yeah. But I'm glad that in the end it turned out that Whatever we thought of it beforehand with reviews and your early experiences and things like that, that it, it just panned out being fun. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, easy, easy platinum also. Oh, good. Yeah. It's pretty much just do everything and you platinum it. Nice. Um, and then uh, uh, the other day I picked up uh, an Oculus Quest. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, so the Oculus Quest came out like uh, last Tuesday, I think. So um, now what is this one? Just for those that don't know, because I wasn't aware of it until you brought it over. This is a... It is a it is an Oculus, uh, but it is entirely contained inside of the headset. So you don't need it to connect it to a computer. You don't have to like connect it to your phone. Yep. 
Uh, it just works all on its own. Just connects to the Wi-Fi. You can download. You have to connect it to a phone the first time you set it up, just because you have to use it to set your account up. Yeah. But then after that, like you don't need anything else to do anything with it, um, which is great. Uh, I've always talked about how I wanted just like a wireless one because I can't stand playing stuff with the wires. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, like it, it plays, it has everything that I would want to play on it as of right now, pretty much, uh, it has super hot, has beat saber, has, uh, keep talking and nobody explodes. Uh, I downloaded the Darth Vader game for it, but I haven't actually played it yet. Um, and there's more games that are going to be coming to it, but as a, like a standalone thing that you can just play, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It, it plays everything just as fine. Uh, you know, uh, VR games aren't usually like super graphically intensive. No, because the headsets don't support it. Yeah. I mean, there are like other ones, you know, for a higher end thing, like an HTC Vive or the, the new uh, Valve Index that are going to be like much more graphically intense for those things. But those are ones you need a $2,000 computer to play with. Yeah, and, at minimum. Yeah. And uh, like I... I have no room for playing these things. Like I just have crap all over my rooms, like a big table in the way. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I can't really play my uh, PSVR stuff nowadays. Um, so it's nice to have this thing that I can like take to here, other places <laughs> yeah. to play. Someone else's house. Yeah. yeah. It I, doesn't have as much stuff. Yeah. In when, all of the rooms. <laughs> when I went over to my brother's for the, um, my niece's birthday party, mm-hmm. I brought it with me to like show him and like all of our friends. And uh, he's just got a big, like, open basement. Like, you know, it's a nicely, like, furnished one, but there's just a ton of space down there. Yeah. So I brought it down. I'm like, all right, like, you know, here's a huge play area where we can, we can check this thing out. And I gave it to my friend Matt. Uh, and he started playing Super Hot. And, like, this is his first time ever playing anything in VR. So, like, he lost his fucking mind. Well, Super Hot is, like, awesome to play in VR, too. Yeah. And it's super intense as well. So, yeah, like, he, like, right. put it on. He's just, like, I didn't even really tell him anything. I was like, yeah, play that game. And I had already been playing it. So, like, I was in the middle of the game. So, it didn't, yeah. like, start you off on the, the easier things. So, like, he starts off and he's just like, oh, shit, what am I supposed to do? And he starts, like, throwing shit. I can see him, like, throwing shit around. The big downside of this thing is that, like, unlike with the PSVR or, like, a one cooked up computer, you can't see what the person's playing. Yeah, that is kind of a bummer for, like, the party aspect of it. This yeah. is very much a solo person experience. Yes. Yeah, you can, like, stream to your phone if you connect to the phone, but... You're looking at it on your phone. Like, yeah, and then everyone's the crowded around your your phone. Not even like their phones, but your phone yeah. to watch it. Like that's not worth it. Yeah. So like he starts like freaking out, and then like he, he just loses his fucking mind. <laughs> like all of a sudden he like dives to the ground, and like he's like frantically like flailing around trying to like dodge things, and then he stands up and he does a flying knee kick into a table that was sitting there. What? That, Does he uh, not realize that it doesn't track your body? <laughs> yeah. He, like, dives to the ground, stands up, does a flying knee kick into the bottom of a table that my brother had with his record player on. There's, oh, like, a no. bunch of drinks and shit on it. So, like, it goes flying everywhere. The record player starts to fall. Luckily, my brother managed to catch it before oh, it hits the ground. No more. Sorry, Matt. No more VR games for you. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if that happens, and he just, he, like, rips the headset off, and he's just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Turns out he was in the pause menu the whole time. <laughs> Didn't understand what was happening. It was me, and, it was just me, him, and my brother were just down there watching. Yeah. And, like, me and my brother are watching him laughing our asses off at first when he's, like, freaking out. And then he, like, kicks the table. And yeah, then he got destructive, and it's game <laughs> And off. then you're like, no. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we're, we're gonna, yeah, we're, well, first we had to figure out that, that the, 
record player wasn't broken, so it took us a while to get the record player we all set up. Oh my god! And then of course for like the rest of the party, <laughs> like. Everybody was like, so I heard you had a lot of fun in the basement, huh, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. You have destructive knees. Mm -hmm. My favorite part when you brought it, because you brought it over here too, and I didn't destroy anything, thankfully, um, was that Well, you know how to handle VR. That's true, but I I got really freaked out at first because as soon as it turned on, like I had it on my face, and as soon as it turned on, it wasn't like an Oculus loading screen or I wasn't in some virtual apartment. Like every other time I've done like a VR thing, it was the real room. Like there's cameras on it showing me the real room so all of a sudden i turn it on and there's joe sitting on the couch across from me but in like grayscale weird like it looked like a video game and so i'm immediately like what what is happening how is there a game <laughs> joe how are you joe you're in the game joe you're in you're in the game yes and he's like oh yeah that just it does that so you can see what's going on and i'm like oh, okay cool and i calm down for a second and then i got to draw a line on the floor that showed what my play area was that was super fun yeah the the guardian system is super neat so yeah. like when you're in an area and you're setting up where you want to play you can draw like a circle on the ground or like well any shape that you want you mm -hmm. drew a penis so you can draw any shape on the ground and that acts as the area like your play area and if you go to move out of that play area, uh, like a warning grid will show up. Yeah, I like the warning grid. It looks like an old school like steel cage match from the eighties. Yeah, tried so to that, climb it, didn't work. I think yeah. I need Joe in the face. Yeah, <laughs> Matt was far too into it to slow down when the warning grid came up, and he needed the table. But yeah. uh, it is a cool little thing. Uh, if you're playing in like a small area, like I usually am, it gets kind of annoying because like every little movement, eventually you're like bumping up against it. When you're playing like Beat Saber and constantly the, the grid is coming up in front of you, but uh, it still is a great system for not wrecking shit. Mm -hmm. Now, it's got a hard drive built in, obviously, because that's how you download games to it. Mm -hmm. Are you able to then put in like modded songs for Beat Saber? Like, will this satisfy your no. need to get more Beat Saber songs? No, no. no. This it, it, it pretty much just works off of like an app store kind of thing. Gotcha. It doesn't connect to the internet and the sense of like going online yeah. and downloading things to it. Maybe somebody can do that in the future where you can like plug it into your computer and just uploading things into it. I'm not sure it's new. It's only about a week old at this point. Oh, okay. So, um, that'll probably be something to come along. Um, maybe connect it to your phone and the songs are on your phone or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, I still would like to get a, actual other vr headset later mm -hmm. on i've been looking at the the, the valve one the valve index because uh, the controllers are like really cool on it yeah um this is just a good thing for like casual play and like taking it to places to show to people yeah. this is great for keep talking and nobody explodes this is great for fruit ninja this is i don't great know how that for... would work though what keep talking nobody explodes you just go um you read you the scenarios and you do it on your phone Oh, so someone else had hold hold the phone. Yeah, someone else goes to like the Keep Talking to Nobody Exposed website, yeah. and you tell them what scenario you're playing. And oh, they that's describe true. The screen's the blank phone. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing on the screen you're playing. That's right. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So it's a it's like a cool little thing to take around, like I said. Um, but I still w will probably at some point get like a full blown VR headset because mm -hmm. as of right now, like you can't play any VR game on it. Like it only plays what's on the Oculus Quest store. Uh, they'll be adding more stuff as time goes by, oh, yeah. but like you only have a selection of like 50 games to pick from, which yeah. is still a good selection. But if you go to like the Steam's VR page, there's hundreds, hundreds. of games yeah. on that that you can pick through. But so, yeah, nice. I mean, yeah. it's, it's 400 bucks, not a bad little thing. No, no, yeah. I, I thought it was quite fun and it's like, it's comfortable. It was well built. I didn't have any, like I had my, I had to take my glasses off cause we didn't put in the weird like glasses buffer insert or whatever. But even then it wasn't bad. Like I could still see. 
Yeah, I mean, it's right up to your eyes anyway. Yeah. So unless you have like severe nearsightedness mm-hmm. or farsightedness. I don't know. I have astigmatism. Hmm. I don't remember which one was which. Yeah. The only uh, major complaint I have about it um, is that on the controller, the battery cover, mm. uh, the way it is, it just it, it just uses a single AA. It doesn't have a rechargeable, which is disappointing. That I is feel like that's a very archaic feeling at this point. Yeah. Um, but the battery cover just slides down, and like when you're playing a game, you put your fingers pretty much over the battery cover. If you're like intensively playing something, you'll end up like sliding the battery cover off with your hand. Like, with your fingers. Just because it's weird. Like, it should slide up and not down. Yeah. You know you can buy rechargeable AA batteries or AAA batteries or whatever it runs on. Yeah, you still gotta take those out and put them in a charger. Like, it would be nice if you could just plug the controller in. But yeah. those, the batteries and, like, stuff like controllers are finite, though. Like, eventually they'll just stop holding a charge. Yeah, but so, by that point, Joe's gonna get bored of it anyway, so it doesn't true. matter. You can be bored of it in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, already, I'm already bored of it. Yeah. Erase this. Yeah, it's not even in the room with you right now. I know. Normally, when you I should like, be doing the podcast with it on. Yeah. Well, normally when you like bring a fun gadget, you always bring it into the For room. For show and tell. We, yeah, and then we like we play around with it here that no one can see. But you didn't even bring it in here now, so that that's how you know you're bored with it. Well, usually, that's to like surprise you with it. You've oh, already seen it, so there was true. no reason to bring it. In. I was surprised. I said, "What's in the thing?" Because it's not a bag. That it like came no, in. It's like a hard shell. Piece. Yeah. So I was like, "What's in the thing?" <laughs> yeah, in the, it looks like have. a little weird purse. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to accuse you of having a purse. Oh, uh, it's a clutch. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit smaller, so yeah, it's yes. very much clutch size. Nice. Well, uh, John, what did you play this week? So, so on Friday, or actually Thursday night, I drove back home to New Hampshire to mm-hmm. um, surprise my sister because her birthday was on Friday. Oh, that's right. Uh, so it was like her sweet sixteen, which was nice because like it was funny. I I drove up there and like nobody told her that I was coming, and then she. Like, my parents have a uh, alarm on their driveway, because my mom's paranoid, mm-hmm. and it's a long driveway. And well, so they also, be... like, live out in the woods, right? Yeah. Well, it, it's a long story, but she thought somebody was stealing our Wi-Fi, and then downloaded porn, and then the government was coming after us. Okay, oh, sure. <laughs> so, she thought that people were driving up the driveway, and Just using... Just to download porn. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a long drive. story that is not podcast-capable. Yeah, it's um, funny. But, um, Special Patreon exclusive. John explains why his mom's paranoid about Wi-Fi porn yes. stealers. So the alarm went off, and like my um, my pops was like, "Oh, like it's you know mom coming home," and and my my sister was like, "Okay, hide," and she just like threw the blanket over herself because they were both chilling on the couch. And then like I come walking in, and he's like, "Hey, honey, how was your day?" And I was like, "It was great." And so I kept walking in. She like was still hiding underneath the blanket. So yeah. I, like lifted. She didn't the... recognize it was you doing a. No, no, it's, no, a, de- it's we... a dead on accurate John's mom. No, because we have oh, we have like a foster kid that lives with them too. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and so like I like flip Does over. Does he sound the... like somebody doing an old woman voice? He, he sounds like a man. So like she thought it was Mike coming home, not me. And then I like flip over the blanket, and she still got her eyes closed. And then like. My, like I was like, uh, hi, and she still thought it was Mike, and then she like opened up her eyes. She's like, oh my god! Oh, so it was great. cool to like surprise yeah, yeah, yeah. her. No, that's great. And then we went to the Boston Museum of Fine Arts on Friday and walked around. She like went there with her school and stuff. But I spent like the whole weekend there, so I didn't really do much. But then yesterday or two days ago, I got an email from Bandai Namco uh, saying that the Code Vein beta was open this weekend. Oh, cool! And I got to play that one. Yeah, so I downloaded that. Um, on like Thursday night, so it like started at like eleven or something like that PM. Yeah, I downloaded it also. Um, so I downloaded it. And I was like, oh, it'll chime when it's done. And then I like laid down on my bed 
and it was like eight o'clock and then I rolled over it was like 11 30 and I was like oh never mind so I slept for like 14 hours that night but oh, whatever 11 30 at night 11 30 yeah. no it was it was 11 30 three hours oh okay because I was like three hours is not that bad I don't know why you're freaking out <laughs> no no I slept from like seven to six yeah. so yeah 11 hours um but then I, I I played it and like it's only up until like the like part after the first boss um mm-hmm. But it's really good, and like I spent a long time making my character. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do. Like, yeah, when I when I got it and downloaded it, I just spent like two hours making my character because there's so much things, and the, then I like didn't play the game. I spent like forty minutes making my character because I knew like it wasn't going to carry over. Oh, it doesn't carry over. Not that I know of. There was no one. There was nothing that tells me it was carrying over. Oh, I wouldn't have wasted any time creating my character if it doesn't carry over. Well, that's what like halfway through I was just like, why am I making this awesome dude when I probably not going to be able to carry it over into my stuff so then i was like all right just chose a preset and like added earrings to it pretty yeah. much um but it's like a dark soulsy like game but like anime at the same time and it's got a lot of things that like you would want in dark souls so like you have a partner with you 100 percent of the time and that partner can give you their health so like if you're fighting in battle and they're like agging somebody you know and they're getting the crap beat out of them you can send them your health there's also um like a bunch of different play styles that you can have like on your character so like you, you're not just like a fighter you're not just a you know hunter or something like that there's like i don't know they gave they're you called s- like hunter cores or something like that yeah they gave you seven during the demo so like there was a ton um and tons of weapons and stuff like that like yeah they're essentially they're just uh weapon like unlocks essentially like, if you have to use, like, the heavy sword one to, like, use the heavy swords. But you can mm. still use, like, I was the fighter, but I was still using, like, a long-ranged weapon as well. Because uh. you can hold two weapons at the same time. Um, but there's also, like, a mechanic where you have to pull blood off of enemies and that charges some of your certain attacks and stuff like that. And it was fast-paced enough where I didn't get my stamina driven down a bunch. Like, I felt like every time in Dark Souls I would just wear myself out doing anything. I would swing four times, then I have to like spend an hour breathing. Oh yeah, the the stamina is a big factor in this. Yeah, so the stamina in this one was nice that it gave me enough of a chunk where I felt like I was actively fighting people without having to like take a step back and breathe every time. Um, and like the uh, so that like that felt fine and it moved fine, but like my big complaint was like none of the attacks felt like they really did anything. Like it's not chunky when you hit an enemy. Like you know like, they don't react. They don't react. It's just kind of like you're like swinging and then they just happen to be taking damage in front of you as opposed to like them reacting to you hitting them yeah yeah if you play something like Sekiro or something like Bloodborne like when you hit an enemy like they react to being hit right it doesn't just pass through them like this one does a little but not enough it's not to like every attack so like every once in a while you'll hit them and they'll stumble back but it'll be after like you're swinging a bunch of times so like it doesn't feel like it's haptic enough I guess even though you can't really touch it and feel it um but then like i got to the first boss the first boss was cool and uh like you like sekiro you pick up their like their play style so like the enemy that you fought like the first guy i got he gave me one that was like you're fast but you take more damage sort of thing um and then you also kind of like sekiro as well get their memories but if you're did you play dishonored joe there's like a part in Dishonored where like you have to go through time pretty much to like have memories and like the ground comes up and you walk across the ground like and looking at stuff in the distance and it does the same exact thing as Dishonored does where like you're seeing memories of the person that you just killed. Um, so it's like a lot of good things put together. 
Uh, and then I got to like the end and they're like, oh, spend all your money on these cool weapons. And I was like, oh, cool. And I like leveled up all my weapons and I was like, talk to me after you're done. I talked to him. It was like game over. And I was like, uh... why'd you, why'd you have me buy all these sweet weapons and like get me all hyped for going and fighting more stuff. And then you're just like the end. Maybe that will transfer over and you spent all your money and those things will be there for you and you start it up again. Well, this isn't an actual demo. It's no, just it's like a, a stress, stress test. test. Yeah. So maybe when the demo comes out, that'll carry stuff over. But just the fact that it's not like an official demo, I have a feeling they're not going to bother doing that. Uh, and then it did, it said like coming in 20,000 or 2019. So I was like, all right, there's no, I was hoping for maybe like cutscene or, or like a hint of a, a, a like yeah. Q3 or something like yeah. that. Like, I mean, my prediction is still it's going to come out probably at the end of the summer or the end, the beginning of the fall. Um, but I, it's good enough that I will, I'll probably be picking it up. Nice. Like I did find it weird though, that you choose your voice, but then you're completely voiceless. Yeah. So like, I mean, you didn't play through the thing, but like, I you, played. You have no like narrative. Opening area. You don't say anything through the whole time. Will, you just like point and stuff. It'll probably be more in the game. It's probably like cutscenes. I think it's for um for multiplayer because like there was a thing like if it, it was a stupid way. L one and L two are block and parry, but if you hold L one, or if you hold L two, it brings up your like voice chat options. So, like, you can't just automatically hold parry, but also it stays on the screen until you back out of it. So, that was really frustrating. Uh, yeah, except at one point I was like, where's, why is this stuff on the screen? I'm getting the crap beat out of me. I want to go away. Why would we go away? And then I was just, like, chanting stuff to my non-existent partner. Weird. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's good. Uh, I want a release date sometime soon, but I'll, I'll buy it when it comes out. For the, sure. The only thing that, from what I played in it, that I hope is that the, uh, the button layout, I hope you can remap it because... It uses like X and A or X and circle or whatever X and whatever the the attack buttons are with, like with square and triangle or yeah square and triangle. Uh, the Dark Souls games have always been like the you use the triggers yeah. to yeah. to do the attacks. I mean, so I hope you can like right it in in just because that's what I'm used to. Yeah, but square and triangle is what it is in every action game anyway. Yeah, but it's just like I I'm playing this like a Dark Souls game. I yeah. like to have Dark Souls controls. Well, yeah. and that's the first thing I did is like hit R one and I was like nothing's happening. And I know R two does like your special attacks and stuff. Like, yeah, where like you can... why am I not swinging my fucking sword? Yeah. And the parry was really hard to time, but again, that's probably a thing you'll figure out when you're doing it. Yeah, that comes with time anyway. Yeah, I mean, when you played Sekiro, you were having trouble with the parrying at first, yeah. too. So I yeah. think that's just something that'll come with time. But that's good that you had fun with even just a limited amount of time that you had with yeah, it. Yeah, and it was just this weekend. Like, it's already over, so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I uh, I also played VR. I uh, I talked about it last week in our Memorial Day episode of yeah, what you I said you were playing Hot Shots. What I assume I was playing, which well, was I was in the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which was everybody's golf VR. I'm gonna say Hot Shots here and again just because that's the name of the franchise in America forever until the last game when they switched to everybody's golf. So not still not caught up on it. I just call it Hot Shots because it's easier for other people to remember when I'm having like a conversation. But Everybody's Golf VR came out, uh, not this past Tuesday, but the Tuesday before, so I didn't get to talk about it. I mentioned it in the little write-up of last week's episode that I was playing it and that it was very good, um, but I, you know, obviously go into more detail here, and it's great. I'm having a blast with it. It's the most I've played a VR in, since Beat Saber came out, uh, so it was nice to like have an excuse to get it, get it out, have an excuse to like have the headset out, set up, ready to go, uh, and it's... It's fantastic. You're um, pretty good at it, too. We were watching you play. I've been playing a lot of it, so I'm getting better at it. As soon as I booted it up, though, my real-world slice just came in like a fucking bandit. <laughs> Mine, too. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you're go so good at sports, Yeah, too. Joe's yeah. a big golf guy. Um, no, because like I, I go golfing from time to time. Like I work in the golf space, and I have a terrible slice. It's I've always had it. Every time someone tries to give me a pointer or correct it, I just... 
I, I can't. I think it's because I've played baseball my whole life, and the swings are similar but very different. And like I play more uh, softball than I do golf, so I think that's just like my swing is it's just inherently built into at this point. Yeah, it's just my like my my brain doesn't know like the swinging motion now has to change to do this thing. So like every time someone has tried to give me pointers or fix it, it right? Just, it it's doesn't like the difference stick. between the shoulders you start and the playing hips. softball with a golf club. There you go. Yeah, That'll you gotta like re- rewire your brain. No, well, I'm rewiring that would just it now. Break with... the golf club. <laughs> yeah, I'm re- I'm rewiring now with everybody's uh, everybody's golf VR because I have been getting better. There was still some slices there, but I was also hitting straight shots because I'm learning how to hit the ball with this mechanic of the move controller right it's just like we golf like it's not really golf but you figure out how to play we golf yeah i think this is more akin to real golf than we golf was no this definitely more, is i'm yeah. just saying like the, yeah you had to learn how to play that version right. of golf um uh, but yeah it's uh the the wonky thing is that you get us you it's hard to get a sense of the length of the club which you'd kind of need to hit a golf shot because yeah, you're I just was, using the, the when I was playing it, it, I was like, this seems like it's a very long club. Like I, I don't play golf. I've have played with golf clubs before, <laughs> but you were holding the driver cause you were on the driving range mode and drivers are a lot longer and more slender than mm. mo- every other club in the bag. Cause I'm just, I was like looking down and going like, this seems like it's really far away from me. Except yeah. if you have that weird putter where it's like up to your neck and you hold it like, they outlawed like, that. You can't use the that sweeper. anymore. You can't use those you can't anymore? You can't use that anymore. Really? It's outlawed. Yeah. They said it gave you an unfair advantage, which I don't necessarily agree with, but. I think it's just counterweight. That's why. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a thing to help you shoot. It's weird because of the club length thing, though they do vibrate the controller when you touch the ground. But that still doesn't give you, like, it's hard to see everything the way you normally would be looking at it when you're golfing. Yeah, so, like, yeah. that disconnect is a little weird. But the more I've been playing it and the more I've been unlocking things in it, the, the better it feels as I'm going through the swinging motion. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I still haven't unlocked everything yet, just because you have to play a lot to unlock things. When you start, all you can do is do the driving range, which is fun. I saw you guys both get scared by the plane for yes. the very first time. <laughs> Stupid plane is come pretending like it's going to dive bomb and then just flies away. Yeah, and it's like a like a prop plane, like a small like yeah. Cessna, yeah, like a single Cessna, engine Cessna yeah. flying down the coming middle. right at you, yeah, <laughs> ruining everyone's shots. I, well, I was trying to see if I could hit it, and I don't think you can hit it. I think it's still too high, or it just like the physics of it don't allow you to hit it. You hit it, and then you just hear like mm, yeah. an explosion behind you. That'd be great. That'd be super fun. Uh, but the only thing that the only thing that was a bummer was when you first start out trying to do like a round of golf. The only thing that's unlocked is three hole rounds, which means that you have to go to the reception desk, say you want to play a three hole round of golf, wait for the loading screen, have the caddy say hi, I'm the caddy, looks great today, hope your score is just as great, and like give her your little spiel, and then you have to wait for the loading screen for the actual game to start, and then it ends, and then you have to go back to the caddy. And then the caddy's like, let's see how your scores went. Wow, that was great. Now now your round is over. Go back to the reception area. Like there's no way to there was no way to just be just like continue play, play again. again. Play another yeah, round. Play again. Because yeah. all I had was one course and three whole options. Just let me select play again from that mode. Rather than having to back all the way out. It should have been a thing where it's like, hey, you what a great round that was. Do you want to go again? And then just play three more holes. Right. Like mm. that should have been the way to do it. Now that once I unlocked nine holes, I was like, okay, now we've unlocked nine. That's at least better. It's a longer round of golf. It still doesn't take that long to do, uh, but it was better than just doing three, backing out, going back in. 
Um, and then I unlocked the like nine in, nine out, which is the front nine, the back nine. I still mm-hmm. haven't unlocked 18 yet, which I want to unlock like a full 18 whole round because I want to do that. Uh, I've unlocked, you know, different clubs, different outfits. Some of the normal everybody's golf stuff is starting to get unlocked too, like tornado cups and all these different like enhancements that are unique to to everybody's golf and not like a standard golf game. What do the outfits cool. do? Or is it just outfits? Just the like caddy? outfits for the caddy. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the caddy can get a different apron color or whatever. It's not. That's like the what I liked about the hotshot games was like making my dude. Yeah, I mean it's VR, so you don't ever see. Right, your that's dude. why. Like I was like, oh well, obviously you can't see yourself, so that's a big knockoff for me. Yeah, I mean the only thing that you can see is your your hands. hands so like you yeah. could change your like uh, glove color probably, but that's it. Yeah, not a big deal. And like you can unlock different types of clubs because they have like you know, power clubs and all these yeah. different, you know, enhancements that are part of the arcadey golf aspect of everybody's golf. Uh, so I'm starting to unlock that stuff, but I'm, I'm having a blast with it. It's super fun. It's very relaxing to just go. It's like, I think it was like a, what, 20 minutes tops mm-hmm. for me to play nine holes. So it's not too bad. And you can see and everything on the screen. Anywhere. Don't have to walk anywhere though. The one thing that, that happened a couple of different times is I'd be in the middle of a round and I'd hit a shot in the fairway and then it would, pop up with this message just said like new event unlocked and i'm like oh okay what's this like on course event thing and it would just go to where i was like sitting on a bench with the caddy and the caddy's like i got these chocolates do you want some you can't have any and like this weird like playful like, bit flirting with you i guess which is like a very golf thing to do i guess because like the drink cart girl comes around and flirts with you because she just wants a bigger tip and everyone falls over themselves drooling because right. they don't know how to handle interactions with a person yeah, those are terrifying. I know. Well, that's one of the terrible things. That's about why you don't golf, Joe. Yeah, that's why. Or interact with people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like that. When that's you're dying. Realistic, I guess. I don't want it. There were a couple instances where they, like you unlocked on course event, and it was just different variations of me not playing golf anymore. I'm like, yeah, it's don't. like the dating sim elements of it. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't want this. Like, I don't know why we're. Why we? Can I skip? And like, I couldn't skip it. And there was a there was a loading screen before and after. So I'm like, what if you I end just, up getting married to her? Now you're stuck with her. Uh, can I just play for the rest well, of just, your life? Yeah, you're, and then the game become, becomes you trying to sneak away to play golf. Yeah, <laughs> but wow. she always is there. Oh my god, it's so meta. I <laughs> mean, think about that aspect of it. It makes perfect sense. Like, oh honey, I just gotta run some errands. It's gonna take me about nine holes. I mean, two hours. <laughs> I'm definitely golfing alone. I mean, shopping, running errands alone. alone. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just a much more involved metagame I didn't even realize was taking place. Yeah. I'm worried now. I'm going to take a step back. The relationship's moving a little too fast. <laughs> We're already sitting on a park bench. Like, come on. I've only played nine holes. Let's, let's, let's slow down. But yeah, I'm, I'm having super, super fun with it. What did you guys think in your limited exposure? Uh, I, it definitely was fun. Um, I'm, like I said, we pointed out I know jack shit about golf. Yeah. Um, Sports in general. But. It was constantly uh, slicing to the right for me. But uh, either either way, uh, I was still like I could feel the like reality of it in a way. Yeah. Like uh, even even though I sucked at it, like I it I could feel where I was fucking up. And, yeah. Like I knew what I needed to do and fix it. I just couldn't fix it. But like no, but you know, I understood what I was doing and I could feel like the momentum of it. Well, because it does a good job of showing you the like, club where, head. what you've done wrong. Yeah, it shows you where the club head was when it made impact with the ball. And so you can see, like, okay, the ball was on the butt of the club head, mm-hmm. which means that it, I pushed it. 
and I can see how it was angled, which means I turned my wrist. So, like, you can see what you did wrong. Yeah, showing you, like, where you divoted, showing you, like, where yeah. the angle was wrong, the, like, the correct amount of power and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, looking at it going, like, I get what I'm supposed to be doing. I just suck at it, but yeah. I get it. It's really, like, in the way I started in the, the two weeks that I've been playing it, and it hasn't been every day. It's, you know, it hasn't been for very long stretches. But I'm starting to realize that, like, okay... I want to play it like I would go swing a golf club because that's the fun of the virtual reality is being able to do a real world thing in the comfort of your own home. Uh, but I also realized that like, okay, I, I can't do it that way. Like it's maybe just cause I'm bad, maybe cause it's the game. I don't know, but I, I have to do things a lot slower. So like at one point, Joe, you just like did a really slow, like dink to just check to see if you were going in the right direction and it shot 200 yards. Yeah. So like, okay, you realize you don't have to play it like you would a An real game. You game. can just kind of make the motion. I'm not going to do that because well, yeah. I still well, want to. Well, I was hitting John, a better yeah, you were, single-handed. You were yeah. playing one-handed and you were like cracking. Yeah, it was at least 200 yards every time. Yeah, so like it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I, I yeah, I could play that. I don't want to. Like I'm still going to play it like a – I'm still going to hold it like I'm holding my clubs. And hopefully that will make me better real life. Who knows? But it definitely has the ability. So even if you're terrible at golf – which I guess is good for most people because right. most people are probably mediocre to terrible at golf that you can play it and have fun and still have a worthwhile everybody's golf game without having to be Tiger Woods or Phil Yeah, Nicholson. it's not a golf sim. It's, yeah. a, it's a golf game. I mean, granted, I played, uh, was it? I think it was Tiger Woods 2012 with the move. <laughs> and that was pretty, that was pretty good. That was pretty close. It wasn't VR, obviously, but yeah. um, that was pretty cool. So I would like to see a golf sim, a more traditional golf sim game, get the VR treatment that has like you know real players, real courses, because there are golf games that are more realistic that are VR, but they're not like they don't have real courses. They don't have all the things that you would want from right. a golf sim. It'd be like Licensed playing. Places. It'd be like playing Gran Turismo in VR, except all of the places are like generic streets. And they're all like generic tracks. They're not yeah. like fun real generic locations. Cars and all yeah. That, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep playing it. I'm going to bust it out at every opportunity I get to like show people. I had a friend come over. He was helping me bring a chair over as part of the move. And I, it was the day it came out. I was like, oh, dude, I, I bought, I bought Hot Shots VR. You want to play? And he's like, I mean, I'll give it a shot. Sure. And so he immediately stepped up. He was slicing it too. So, you know, I think it's just beginner slice, man. That's what yeah. happens. And now it's all set up, so you don't have to worry about putting it away. No, and it's in a good spot, too, where I don't think I'm ever going to have to, like, truly put it away. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was uh, super excited for it. We talked also last week about getting Blood and Truth, but uh, I didn't happen to get it this week yet. I am excited for it. I saw decent reviews. Said it wasn't, you know, an amazing overall experience, but it was, like, one of the best VR experiences. Yeah. Narratively, anyway. So, Blood and Truth will probably get played soon. But I'm, I'm having a blast with uh, with everybody's golf VR. Definitely check it out, whether you're a golfer or not. If you're just looking for something cool in VR to play, can't it's recommend that enough. Yeah, exactly. It's there <laughs> for everyone. Uh, all right, well, that'll do it for then for what we've been playing. So we're going to jump into the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which has a ton of stuff. So some things may be more lightning roundy than others. Um, but we're going to kick things off with lightning round. We got our first real look, I think is fair to say, a real look at Death Stranding this week. Uh, certainly it was a good long look at good it. Good long. It was a nine minute trailer video. It was like part trailer, part 
like information dump like narrative yeah um even though we still don't know what the hell's going on we got real gameplay we got like at least we got a bit of an idea now as opposed to just being absolutely nothing yeah there's still questions um but the question i have for you guys is how does this impact your thoughts on death stranding are you more excited less excited still indifferent or like the same amount of excitement i'm actually less excited okay John? I thought the horror stuff looked cool, but everything else looked like garbage. Yeah. So I, you know, and I, I'd asked a couple people, and one of my friends who said he was super excited beforehand is now less excited. Probably will still get it, but is less excited. For me, it's one of those things where, okay, I can finally start paying attention to the game now. I had zero interest in this whatsoever, and I still kind of have zero interest in it, but at least now I'm going to be paying attention to the stuff that comes out about it, because it seems it's going to be... You're interested in the news of it. Yeah, because it's finally telling me something i'm finally learning about the game as opposed to just having this game be thrown in my face and the only thing i know about it is kojima which is not enough to sell me on it troy baker looked cool in it yeah i mean i like how they revealed him where he was a dude wearing a mask and he pulled off his mask to be wearing another mask underneath it (laughs) that's what that's what freaky villains do uh then they showed him he looked cool when his mask his other mask was off plenty of babies all over this place i can't wait for some sort of controversy about babies being used as tools and like the whole abortion thing going on like oh, it's gonna be fun i mean it's yeah i guess you gotta hear the story narrative of it i think and well I like he even said think... like like they were just using them as tools like he gave him like a baby i can't remember what exactly he said but he's like here's your tool you get to use one today yeah well because i think you have to use the baby's to the, see the ghosts. Yeah, the babies can see stuff. I don't know. It's still like there's. We finally got more story idea. We finally got a look at gameplay, which seems to be walk Clunky. around and avoid all conflict. Well, and even like when he was like running away from the dudes, he dropped something and then like stutter stepped backwards for no reason, and then all of a sudden he was holding the thing that he dropped. It was just like instantly in his hands. Yeah. So like this seems part walking sim, part like management simulator like you have to make sure that you have I mean, they made a big thing about the fact that like every item you pick up actually shows up on your like on your backpack that's cool i guess except yeah. for that pole thing that he pulled out that just appeared out of nowhere like out of thin air and then he just stuck it in the ground well maybe it like telescoped out i don't like the I horror stuff looks cool inside the backpack yeah i don't know the horror stuff looked cool but then it was just detective vision so like yep. yeah like we we know what that is like yeah, the we, we also know walking sim is like yeah. this doesn't look like anything innovative it just looks like weird to be weird yeah well, which I is mean, what it's been what from it's the whole been this whole time right no but like it's just confirming that like yep this is probably why uh konami was like nod dog like <laughs> go off and do your own thing somewhere else yeah i don't know so joe you're less excited now what are some of the reasons that you're less excited uh I, I, we we mentioned it like the, the actual gameplay was just him like walking around an empty field and uh, granted like we're only getting a small snippet of it but like but if you're gonna be showing great. me stuff like show me something i'm gonna be interested in yeah. don't just show him walking around a field and then some guys show up and then he runs away from those guys while they they just run behind him swinging at him and throwing like molotovs or something the ai in that sequence looked terrible it, yeah like if this is he if, ran right into the three of them like and they like swung but they like swung over him somehow yeah. and you're just like what how did you not hit him like what are you doing there are three of you and he's wearing a giant backpack yeah he's gotta be slow there's no way you well, guys you, can't you just have, surround you him. have like 
robot like harness legs sure that are still supposed to be what allows you to like run and carry all this stuff sure but still like they could have surrounded him it just seemed yeah it but seems it, like that goal is not to get into conflicts yeah but like that's the thing like so this is a trailer this is like your big flagship show everything off trailer yeah and this is what you have to show me like trailers are supposed to show off the stuff that's supposed to get you excited if this is the stuff that's supposed to get me excited it did the opposite <laughs> Yeah. I just went like, okay, so it's just run around a field and like try and avoid things. Doesn't look fun. I no. think I don't that's know what, what the, the game's gonna is. be though. It's that to get to the narrative, which it looks cool because it's like cool CG. And, I mean, the like, cutscenes were fantastic. Yeah, but I think it's gonna be ninety percent cutscenes and ten percent. That's gameplay. a Kojima game. Yeah. Well, I mean, but even like Metal Gear, like at least you could stretch that stuff out before the cutscenes, like you could do any missions the way you wanted to do them but it's now it's just like hey walk until you get to a cutscene hey look a half hour cutscene yeah because out of the video more than half of it was not gameplay yeah and it's not like this was the first trailer either like we've it's been like having fifth. yeah we've had trailers for this game all throughout its development uh this it's was just the first I... one where they like showed anything of substance and this was also the one that was meant to announce the release date and in a trailer where you're announcing when the game is finally going to be available which was i think what november, november 6th 9th or something something like that yeah, yeah. you want like i want to walk away from a trailer announcing a release date feeling like i cannot wait until that day because of everything i just watched and how cool it was and i don't think there was a single thing in there that gave me any inclination of i can't wait till november it's uh, okay Like, I'll start paying attention now for any info dumps that come out or any, you know, preview pieces that people are writing. But other than that, like, I'm still... I want to know when, like, I'll start paying attention when people start playing it. Like, like when they give it to, like, the press or something like that. Yeah, bar is still super low right now. Because I just, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like anything that I I want. Well, you can have your own baby collector's edition, too. That thing is creepy, and it has no place in this house. No, It it has no place in anyone's house. Did they say that that was a collector's edition? Yeah. Yeah, it was posted on, like, like Kojima's Twitter or something like that that said, like, collector's edition. Oh, okay. Because it sold out, and then, like, it was available again, and, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the baby in the backpack. It's better than the, the Dead Island torso. Boob torso? (laughs) Sure, I guess. Even yeah, but at least boobs. like you this can have that on your baby. shelf and be like, oh, it's from a zombie game. Like, if someone comes over and doesn't know what, like, isn't following video games, it's just like, why is there like a, like, a fetus, fetus in, in a jar, a jar yeah. on your shelf? Why do you have a pickled punk? Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what a fetus in a jar is called. A pickled punk? A pickled punk. Huh. There yeah. you go. I didn't know that. See, again, we're trying to teach you things here on this podcast. That's yeah. what we do. I, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And also, there's a guy in it called Die Hard Man. And I just went, nah. I mean, <laughs> I mean that was funny. Nah. Because I'm, I'm hoping it's tongue-in-cheek. Tongue and, like, I'm hoping that it... Because this takes place on Earth. Like, in the U.S. Like, this is a real-world kind of scenario. This isn't, like, you know, fake countries and fake, you know, whatever. Like, this is America, I guess. And I, so, like, I found that does Die Hard exist? And he's, like, that's his nickname is Die Hard Man? Or is... Like it's separate somehow, and no one knows that die. die I think it's just exist he's, here? he's just a he's a man who dies hard. Yeah, I he's guess. die hard man. Yeah, I guess that was the thing I found weird in the the trailer though that the fact that they're like you need to save America and I'm like, is it only happening in America? Is like the rest of the world perfectly fine? No, I think because I saw some other. Details. I guess because it's like you're talking to the president, so she would be yeah. saying that. But it just it was like, shouldn't you be trying to save the world? 
Yeah, I, I, I think you have to start pulling the pieces and you have to pull the strands to get it, like the whole world cohesive again. But you got to start somewhere. I think that's the point. Yeah. I don't know. I just there's still there's still nothing here. No, I mean yeah. I wasn't in- interested to begin with, so this didn't make me any more interested. Like there was a part of me that was like, okay, it's Kojima. I like Metal Gear. Like I, I'll I want to see more of this. But then every time I see more of it, it's just more that I just don't care about. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and it, I like I was like looking at people's reactions to it. I was like reading like the comments on the trailers and stuff like that. And there were so many that were like, oh my god, this is such genius! Like, yeah. oh, Kojima does did it again! Yeah. Like, oh, day one! Like, I'm gonna go pre-order it right now! Like, yeah. this is a masterpiece! And I'm just Blind looking at it going like, like, uh, am I seeing things wrong? Clearly, I'm not because you guys have the same no. effect. No, but I, me, but I agree. Like, like, most of the stuff I see on it, it's just like, oh, watch the trailer a million times! I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's just blind. Like, what is everyone seeing that I'm not? I, I don't know. I and like I said, I'm a person that was a that big Metal Gear fan, so I feel like this should be like tailored for me in a yeah. way. But I'm just looking at it going like, it just fucking looks weird, man. It looks weird and it looks boring. Yeah. It I looks mean, weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah. All power to you if this is a game that you're excited about. Like I, This isn't meant to say that it's a stupid game and no one should get excited about it because obviously you like what you like. And as we saw with Days Gone and talked about earlier, if the game is fun, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. If you... If it's janky or the story's weird or whatever, if you have a good time with it, that's what games are for. They're they're there to have fun. I just don't see any elements of that in the trailer. Yeah, that's the thing. Zero it just doesn't fun. look fun to me. Yeah, I mean, it could just be that it's not our game, and that's yeah. that's fair. But it's gonna sell like crazy, anyways. Yeah, I, potentially. If the if the reviews are bad, though, is anyone gonna? be like i don't care about the reviews it's kojima all day or is this going to be like a mass effect andromeda situation where everyone was super hyped for that game and then the reviews start pouring in and that granted that has like ea hate behind it too is it just going to be like uh yeah no everyone says it's bad so it's just Uh, bad i I think it's going to be like it has kojima's name on it so it's automatically great just like the responses and all like like the comments on the the videos and stuff well he did it again yeah and like i have a feeling like it might be like hipsterish, like you have to like it because it's Kojima, so the, the reviews will be great. Well, I almost feel like a hipster because I'm hating on it, like even though everyone seems to be loving it. Like I feel like I, I'm trying I think to it's be like hipsterish, his, hipsterish, and like it's auteur, it's art. Oh yeah, I just don't get it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's like it's it's genius. Right, it's, you it's, just want your Call of Duties and your Fortnites and your yeah. s- your standards. It's, it's we'll talk about soon. I don't even want that. <laughs> it's but it's just a, like oh, because yeah. it's not your run of the mill shooter. You're gonna shit on it. Yeah. No, it's just weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah, I just like it hasn't it hasn't given me any indication that this is fun. And that's what I want from a game. I want some indication that it's fun. There was one element in it with conflict, and it was a three-second clip of mediocre-looking gunfire. It's like, okay, that's your that's the one item of conflict in a whole trailer. I gotta get something more than that, other than like creepy ghost comes up from the water mud and lights a cigarette with his hand. Like, okay, cool. That that looked cool. Yeah, it looked cool, but like, what does that mean for the game? Other than I'm I can watch a, CG a I can movie. watch a cool movie. It doesn't mean I yeah. want to play a bad game. No, yeah. yeah, I mean I'm not agreeing. I'm just saying like yeah. that, that element looked cool. And, you know, like let's like gas on fire. But yeah, other than that, I was just like, all right. All the cutscenes look fantastic, and honestly, this probably is a thing that I would check out the cutscenes on YouTube, right? Like and watch the movie of 
Guillermo del Toro and Norman Reedus, Mads Mikkelsen in Death Stranding. Like, I'd watch that movie, probably. Kojima just needs to start making movies. I think that's what he just needs to start doing. He I mean, just needs to become a movie director. Even if it, like, maybe he does movies for, like, Netflix's Choose Your Own Adventure or something. Hmm. Maybe that's where he wants to be. If this, it looks as much of a 90-10 cinematic to gameplay as everything that we've seen so far right as the trailer yeah. gave us but every trailer like every trailer has been mostly cutscene yeah well i mean this was the only thing that didn't that had gameplay in it i think everything else was cutscene there was one part where someone was running up a mountain and it looked gameplay oh that's right yeah, yeah like last year's e3 thing was yeah. like yeah and we're like oh okay three seconds of him running we yeah. can run up a hill so there's running in the game that's cool yeah that's, that's true something. yeah i don't know the game the game's less than six months away it's like five months away and we don't i I don't know what kind of game it is, that's and that's fine. rough. But if you're if you're excited for it, I'll power to you. Yeah, it comes out. It doesn't November. have to be everybody's game. No, clearly, no. And I I will be paying attention to see if more news comes out to get me excited. If more details about the story hook me or something like that. Uh, but then we'll definitely be talking about it as it gets closer to it when we hear the reactions and things. And I don't know, somebody might try it. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, all right, lightning round. John mentioned it earlier because uh, we must. We hate Death Stranding, so we must want just more Call of Duty. And we're getting more Call of Duty, so much more that it's exactly the same Call of Duty that they put out twice now. Uh, we got a trailer and an official announcement of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Not a sequel. It's a remake. They said it was a reboot. Oh, sure. But also at the end of the trailer, it makes it sound like it's not a reboot. Yeah, yeah I was confused I'm really as well. confused as to what this is. I'm yeah. so sick of things being renamed... The, the same name. Doom. Hitman. Like, d- 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 come up with a subtitle. Like, at least d- differentiate yourself somehow. Mm-hmm. Now it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Okay, well, which one? Or even, like, I mean, Xbox One. Yeah. Like, but stop. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm confused as to exactly what this is. Because, you know, obviously it's just another Modern Warfare game. Yeah. They said it, yeah, it was like a reboot. So does that mean, like, all the other Modern Warfare games didn't happen? It's just a whole new story. Which is fine. Like, I, I don't need my Call of Duty games to be, like, episodic and, like, linear. No, but, I, I mean, at least with the Modern Warfare series, you were playing a, a story through way. Like, yeah, and you did with, the like, games. the Black Ops ones as yeah. well. Like, Black Ops up till 4, which didn't have a story. Yeah. Which uh, is, we said at the time, why are you calling it Black Ops 4 if it has no connection to Black Ops 1, 2, and 3? Because there's no story. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's Call of Duty. <laughs> it's hard to say much more than it's it Call of Duty. It did look nice, though. Yeah, the, like, the cutscenes, uh, I'll probably give it a try. I bought Call of Duty 4. Um... I did like the, the Modern Warfare series originally, like the first two games. The third one wasn't really all that good. Um, I mean, I played a ton of that first Modern Warfare game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I played a ton of all three of the Modern Warfares. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like the story, so I'm glad that this is going to be, I mean, from the looks of it, more campaign rather than more multiplayer. Well, they said that, yeah, obviously it was a campaign. They said there's no zombie mode in this one. Well, well that makes sense. there wouldn't be a zombie a... mode. It's an Infinity War game. Yeah, those never had zombie mode. Oh, it was right. only that yeah, Treyarch game. It was always the Treyarch ones. Yep. Forgot about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's Call of Duty. Any indication know. about a blackout or anything like that that we've seen? Nothing that Nothing. I've seen. Do you I mean, think it's that coming? Would be Treyarch as well. Well, well, they're just the first ones to do it. Doesn't mean that everyone after that's not going to do it, no. too. I mean, there was no. I mean, we don't even know if it's a reboot. There was very little. It was just a cinematic. Well, you, know, you get a cinematic. You get Captain Price, who Captain Price is a main character through the original ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they said it was a reboot, but then at the end of the trailer, like, there's a little bit where like you hear a woman on the radio going like, 
what are you going to do? He's like, I got to reassemble the team or something like that along that line. So it made it sound like, okay, are we going to get like Soap, who was like the main character of the other one? Or didn't Soap die though? Maybe this is a remake or a reboot or. Yeah, that's where I'm confused. Yeah. I've seen it's definitely not a sequel. It, it, it Yeah, it's definitely not a sequel. And it seems to imply that it has, there's an old team. So like, who's going to be the old team? It's got to be characters from the other one. I don't know. It's weird. We're going to get more of it eventually. Yeah. Um, this was just the initial unveiling of it. I'm sure there'll be a ton of footage at the Xbox show at E3. Or yeah, they'll have like some. Well, it'll probably be the PlayStation one. There isn't a PlayStation one. Whatever the PlayStation thing is. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. they are they they announced that like you get the the early DLC for the PlayStation version. Yeah, because so. they saw that deal. Yeah, so there's still more like tied to PlayStation over Microsoft at that point. Which just begs the question, we just did a state of play what two weeks ago why was death stranding and modern warfare not, not part, part of that? those like they're they're two games where yeah death stranding is only coming out on the playstation yeah. and two weeks later you did a nine minute trailer dump for death stranding throw that in a state of play give people the thing in a state of play that they've been looking for that hypes it up immediately you've got the partnership with call of duty do the name unveiling in the state of play like the next installing the Call of Duty franchise is coming your way, take a look, and yeah. then boom. You have the state of play, and you have whatever's going to happen at E3. You but then you drop these two in the things in the middle of those. Yeah, It's just weird. It's just like, it's bad timing on, on everybody's part. Because obviously, you know, maybe Sony went to them, and they're like, hey, we're doing these days of play thing. Do you want to give us your unveiling? And they're like, no, we want to do it ourselves. That's entirely possible. But you got to make the effort, and you got to get one of these two things yeah. into a state of play. Mm. But yeah, I, I think it's weird that it's a, a remake, reboot, not sequel, something. I that think is they just probably called... like they they packed so much story into the first three games. It's gonna be hard to fit a new story around all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, or they those... just run out of ideas and they're redoing the same thing because they know it sells well. Yeah, I mean, how many times did they do World War Two? Yeah, know? how many how many times can you storm the beaches at Normandy? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you could have called it something like Urban Warfare or something like that, and it's still. It's modern, it's taking place in wherever it's going to take place, but at least it's not the same name or the same story or not the same story, but a reboot. I don't know. It's it's hurting my head. Just call it like Call of Duty Warfare. Yeah. Something. Yeah. It's not great, but it's better than I don't know what this is. I don't know. But either way, like I was really sick of all the like the future sci-fi stuff that they've been doing. And uh, when I tried playing World War Two again, I was like, oh, no, I'm still burnt out on World War Two. So hopefully it'll be more interesting going back to like modern time stuff. But we'll see. I'll still get it. <laughs> I buy all of them. Well, this I'm, one has a story I'm that mode. sucker. Yeah, and at least this has a story mode that you'll be able to, to try out, which you probably won't even play anyway. No, I no, love he the plays. Story modes yeah, he plays all ones. the story modes. That's we we lamented it uh, a lot back when they announced uh, no story mode for Black Ops Four. That like Joe's like that's the whole point. That's why I play these games mm. is to play the story mode. So it's kind of a bummer that it's not in there. Uh, all right, a lightning round. Uh, we got some more details about uh, Super Mario Maker Two online uh, and i think these were questions that we had had beforehand about the the previous nintendo direct about how online would work because they said that you could bring all your switches together in one room and play with your friends uh and would that be the same for online short answer no it isn't uh, because they said you're not able to play with your friends in super mario maker 2 yeah you can, if you're playing online you only get matched with random people which 
Why? Uh, their excuse was something along the lines of it would mess with leaderboards. Because if you could go in there with your friends, your friends could just like fail out or something and you could you know, artificially rise up the ranks that way, I guess. It was it was a bullshit excuse, and the reason I don't remember it is because of how bullshit it was. There's something <laughs> along those really lines <laughs> where it's like, uh, it's because of this. Like, is it, though? Because everybody else has this, and that's stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just assuming that this, it's Nintendo, and they still don't know how to fucking do the internet right. I don't, I don't know if it's that or if it's just that. But, like, I can play with friends in Splatoon, you know? Can you? I mean, I remember it was... Still a huge pain in the ass when we were trying to do it. Like, we could do it, but it was uh, hard to actually get us into the same room together. Well, no. In, in Splatoon 1, you could get into the same game, but you wouldn't be on the same team. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking in of, Splatoon yeah. 2, you can get into the same game and be on the same team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for some reason, Mario Maker... Like, and I don't buy the... Like, I don't buy the excuse of it could affect leaderboards. Just make it so if you're playing with your friends, it doesn't count for leaderboards. Done. There you go. Just let me play with my friends so I don't have to make you guys come over every time I want to play Mario Maker Online. Like, we'll play together and we'll play in the same room with our Switches, but it's just, it's just a, I don't It's, it's also just, patchable. Yeah, True. but that's a, that's a big point of contention at the start to say, like, we don't, we have online. Yeah, but maybe their bullshit excuses, like, just them being like, ah, we couldn't figure it out for launch, so we're just going to say that uh, it's going to mess with leaderboards. But then say not at first. Like, if you're, if you, it's the thing that you're working on and you just aren't going to be able to crack it in time, say, uh, right, not right away, it's just going to be random, but we, we are having friend matchmaking come out as one of, like, the first updates or something. No, because then they can get the pat on the back when they're like, we listened to the criticism and we've now implemented it, to, so we're listening to our gamers and we're giving them what you wanted. Yes, but I feel like saying that at the outset, you could be like, "We heard our we heard our fans about Mario Maker One that you couldn't play with your friends online because there was no online." Like we heard you guys wanted to be able yeah, to, play, you with to, be able to play with your friends online. Now we you heard it. Can't now now you can here that like you could have done that from the outset in this one. Yeah, because we complained about it from Mario Maker One, so it's all just a, a big mess. Like Nintendo, you get it so close with your online, and then you just you then you don't. I find it funny because like early attempts at online and that Nintendo did were like all you could do was play with friends. Yeah, because they oh, didn't like want the... you. They didn't want you to be like paired up with random people right. because it was like a stranger danger. Yeah, they don't <laughs> well, want to get like paired up with randos that could do weird shit. <laughs> so now it's the complete opposite, and you can only play with randos, and you can't play with your friends. It's like. That's a that's a bold choice. Yeah. All right. So you went one way. We told you don't do that. Pivot. And then you went all the way to the other end of the spectrum. We're going to need you to meet in the middle. Here. Yeah. Is there a camera on the Switch? No. No. That's why. That's all why the, all the other systems had cameras on them. Mm. Mm. No, the, the Wii didn't. You had to buy a separate one. Uh, But the online was weird on that. I'm thinking of like the, the DS and the, the Wii U. Yeah. Those both had cameras. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I know that like the DS was... Did, did dick pic central lots of unsolicited dick pics yeah mm-hmm. yeah where they drew them on the screen oh yeah <laughs> lots of i mean you see a lot of that shit in splatoon yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean you give people a game with paint you're gonna see a dick or two uh-huh. it's just, <laughs> i don't joe handed me a vr thing and i the first thing you did was drew a yeah. dick yeah that's what happens you give me something digital i'm gonna draw a dick that's true the second i can see you, you can shoot bullet holes in the wall well there's a penis going up yeah you shoot the hole in the wall stage you're like <laughs> <laughs> yep. that's all it takes no, I mean, we're children. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, gaming is for children. Yeah. <laughs> in the best ways possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a bummer. It's not going to stop me from getting Mario Maker 2. 
but it is no, a, but it, it is it, a bummer. It just the game seems like it would be so tailored for that, where you could just be like, "Oh, you need to like hop on and check out this like level I made, like yeah. and play with me, and like check out this like crazy thing I developed." But like, yeah. you can't show it off to your friends. Well, you the can. whole point of this is like, show, well, like you can give them Individual. your you can, yeah, you can give them the level and be like, "Check this out," and they'll be like, "Oh, I wish I could play with you." Here's yeah. the level ID. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, you want to be able to like go in and like run around with your buddies. Yeah. But it won't stop me from getting the game. It won't stop me from getting the game day one. But just like, come on. Just go with that. It's like a nudge. It's not even a full step. Just like the half nudge in the right direction, please. All right. Uh, lightning round. Sticking with Nintendo stuff. We got a bunch of Pokemon news this week. Uh, first off, there's a Nintendo Direct coming, I think, tomorrow or the day after. I think it's Tuesday. When you're listening to this, depending. It's like the 6th or 5th or something like that. Um, so there's a new Sword and Shield Direct, which will have a bunch more info on that, which is weird that they're doing it a week before E3. They're doing a whole Pokemon Direct. Uh, but in addition to that news about more news about other Pokemon, we got a couple of weird Pokemon games that aren't coming to the Switch. They're coming to your phone. So, Joe, why don't you tell us about those? Uh, yeah, well, they announced a uh, 3DS one uh, in the fact that they are now making Detective Pikachu the Game 2. So it's not a sequel to the movie; it's a sequel to the original game that came out. Okay, good. And it's uh, coming to the Switch. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. It's for the Switch, yeah. not the 3DS. It's not the 3DS. It's just the 3DS game is coming to the Switch. Yeah. Oh, wait, is it just the 3DS game is coming to the yeah. Switch? I thought it was a sequel to it. No, it's just a port. Oh. All right. Well, then I got that wrong. I thought it was a. I, I don't like. I know that the movie just came out. I know it was really successful, but that game was awful. <laughs> oh, you didn't like it because you just played it recently, right? The Detective Pikachu? Yeah. No, I watched the like the cutscene compilation on uh, YouTube gotcha. just to see like how much it like compared to the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like generally, it, it has like like it's much longer. Obviously, it's not just a, an hour and like forty minute movie. It's yeah. a, a whole game, so there's a ton more other stuff to it. But it like kind of follows the same similar beats. Yeah. It's just not like with some of the Guy's weirder missing, stuff at the end. Detective Pikachu helping to look for the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess it is a new game. Okay, yeah, so I thought it was a sequel to the... This is a, the, it doesn't say much about it, but it would be some sort of collusion, conclusion to the story from the first game. So it could just be the first game with a, like, finished ending. Yeah, well, I, like... I, the ending from the movie. Well, the... Uh, I don't know, I mean, just an old... I don't want to spoil the movie. So at the end, it's... We're a, it's, we're a month away. We're a month out yeah, from when it came out. Spoilers for Detective Pikachu. Yeah. The movie. So at the end of the game, uh, it is heavily hinted that the Pikachu is the dad... But it's not resolved. Like it, he doesn't get turned back into Ryan Reynolds. So like the the Mewtwo shows up and it like talks to the Pikachu and it like implies that like there's that to it. But then like he still stays as the Pikachu and mm-hmm. they don't like actually find the father. Um, so yeah, I guess there's more. Maybe that like the interest from the movie were like, oh yeah, we never did finish that story, so now we should. So it's just gonna be the first one with a with an additional ending, probably. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because um, the announcement was pretty vague, other than saying it was going to be more Detective Pikachu. Yeah, uh, and then otherwise there was a whole bunch of stuff announced for the phone. Yep. Uh, so uh, the big one, I guess, would be uh, Pokemon Home. Uh, this would be the most uh, one that I think most people would be interested in because it's a va- basically their new version of the Pokemon Bank, which Pokemon Bank on the 3DS was a way where you could uh, take your Pokemon from the, all the various 3DS games, put them in the bank, and then take them out. So, like, if you were playing Pokemon Sun, you put your Pokemon into the bank, and then you play Pokemon Ultra Moon, and you can take them out. And that's mm-hmm. how you transfer the Pokemon between yeah. the like the Omega Rubies and the Suns and the Ultra Suns and the Xs and the Ys. Yeah. Uh, this is going to allow you to 
you download Pokemon Home on your DS. You put them in that. You can manage them on your phone, and then you can take them out on the Switch in Pokemon Shield and Sword when those come out. Now, I if correct me if I'm wrong. I thought you can also take the ones from Pokemon Go too. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it works with Go as well. Uh, so that's how you get the one Pokemon that was exclusive to Pokemon Go onto the other systems. Yeah, and Let's Go EV and Pikachu. I think also works with it. Yep. So it's Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and the other games. Yeah, so this is the one-stop shop for every Pokemon transfer need for pretty much everything, I would assume, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool, but also kind of disappointing. Because, like, I think the the cool thing about the games is, like, finding shiny versions and stuff. But, like, now in Pokemon Go, like, shinies are not super rare. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to take away, like, the value of them. Well, well you there's don't have gonna be... to transfer them. Well, you could just say, I want all my shinies I got catching them in a Pokemon game that's not Pokemon Go or Pokemon Let's Go. And I'm sure it's going to be have like some sort of limitations to it. Mm. Well, like, just like the, the badges only let you, like Pokemon up to X level, mm-hmm. obey you. So it's probably the same thing. It's like, oh, you probably can't use these until you've beaten the 8th gym leader or yeah, something. Yeah, you can't actually access, the, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, you can't actually access it until after you've already beaten the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the case, then that's fine. Yeah. Uh, the next thing was a thing called as a Pokemon Sleep, mm-hmm. which is a game that you play while sleeping. Finally, all my prayers have been answered. <laughs> I can now game in my sleep. Yeah, uh, it sounds like it's basically just a um, like a sleep tracker. Uh, tracker. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a, uh, a device that you can buy for it called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. <laughs> okay. And sure. it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it'll most likely just work like any um, Fitbit type thing where like you clip it onto you while you sleep and it registers how much you like roll around, keeps track of like when you actually fall asleep and when you wake up uh, and doing that will affect the game. I don't know exactly how much it will affect the game. They didn't give like too much details other than that that's what it was going to be in the plus plus uh, uh, device that's going to be coming with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, there was a thing called uh, Pokemon Masters that was announced, uh, and this is—I uh, I didn't really know what this one was. Trainer battles. Yeah, it's just—it's just, it's just Yeah, with famous trainers from the games. But like, with what is it? With your Pokemon Go Pokemon? Probably. Or is it just just generic. a narrative game? Yeah. You, like, how do you de- develop your team and pick who you're going to fight or anything? I'm not sure. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't get like really more say much anyway. Yeah, they didn't show much at these because I'm sure that there's going to be more shown at E3. That's yeah. actually going to delve into what. They when it are. was like announced during a speech too, so it wasn't even like they were out. Like there wasn't any screenshots or a video or anything like that. It was a dude talking about him. Some dude. Yeah. Some, some some random guy. They're like, hey, read this. Yeah. In Japanese. Here you go, dude. On the internet. Yeah. In front of people. Come on, dude. Was that it? Uh, and then the other thing that they announced was um, shirts. Oh, cool! Pokemon shirts. Sweet. Apparently, there's oh, did a... you see the Uniqlo thing? Hmm. So, oh, yeah. Uniqlo is a clothing brand in Japan. There, there, there's a Uniqlo here as well. There's one in Boston, one in New York. Um, and they had a contest of designing your own Pokemon shirt. And if you design, like, the winners would have their shirt put in the game. Yeah, and then the one that won was like disqual- the first disqualified. two that won were disqualified because they sold their shirts on the side before getting them like in the they game. They were already for sale. So Nintendo was like, "Fuck it, no one wins." They just closed down the whole thing. So even the runner-ups get nothing. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's really shitty. And like you could also, they were saying like, oh, it'll be in the game, but you can also buy it in real life. And they're like, oh, well, since you sold it on the side, no one wins. 
Well, if you came in third in the contest, doesn't that just say that you should go sell it on the side now? Uh, like, absolutely I would have won because the other people cheated, but I guess there's enough interest where I'm just going to go sell it on the side now. Yeah, it absolutely well, it's not does. Be the game now. No, but then at least maybe you can piggyback off of the like. like yeah, but I mean, like selling it on the side is like throwing on Redbubble. Like, yeah, <laughs> but now you can you can piggyback off the controversy of it. But like, hey, I was the number three person in the contest by my shirt, and people be like, oh yeah, you got screwed. I'm going to buy your shirt. Yeah. So I mean, good for that person. I it's guess, just a shame. Choose to do it. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, in Japan they have a company called Pokemon Shirts, which is mm. they make Pokemon shirts, and now they're going to be selling them in the U.S. Did cool. you see what they were though? Uh, there's like a shirt for like all 151 of the original Pokemon. No, but not just that. It's fully customizable. So if you want just the pocket to be one thing and the rest of the shirt to be another thing, you do that. You can do the pocket, the collar. You can do the uh, wrist collars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the designs are really garish and it's super expensive. Yeah. It's like 120 bucks. Whoa. Nice. But I went through and looked because I was like, oh, what does the Cubone design look like? Because of my favorite Pokemon. And the Cubone design looks great, but it's an all-over pattern. Like, I would never wear an all-over <laughs> pattern shirt ever in my life. So I was just like, oh, that's cool. Also, it's 120 bucks. You can't customize it to just be on the pocket? Uh, like no, the because the, the, ba- the base shirt has to be a design. Like, it's not, oh. it can't just be a plain color. So, That's like, lame. you could have the whole shirt be that, and then, like, you know, just you'd have to say, like, I want the pocket to be that and the, the collar to be that. And gotcha. they'll, they'll make it out of that. But Tell me you want the transparency at 2%. Be like, just put the whole pattern on the whole shirt, but I need the transparency at, like, 0.2%. Yeah, I want it. I just want it white with like a hint of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the kind of shirt I want. You said fully customizable. That's what I want. No, but it was cool, and it was a whole 151, and they all had their own unique design. The poly roll one was pretty cool too. But I don't, I don't do all over pattern shirts. That's yeah, the, that's the hotness these days. But mm-hmm. it's just too garish for me. Mm-hmm. There you go. A ton of Pokemon stuff, and more Pokemon stuff coming this week. Uh, so, and then next week too is, uh, is E3. So I'm sure there's gonna be a ton of Pokemon news. So we'll be talking Pokemon pretty much nonstop for the next couple of weeks. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we got a new mode for Super Smash Brothers on the Switch. One that I'm sure you're excited about, right, Joe? Nope. You want to tell us what it is? Uh, the, they, shove it in your face. Yeah. <laughs> Get right up in that smash. Uh, so uh, it's VR. smush, but okay. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they're adding VR with the use of the uh, Labo VR headset mm-hmm. uh, to Pokemon Smash. Or yeah, Pokemon, to Pokemon, Pokemon Smash. Pokemon Smash. Yeah, Pokemon Smash. Uh, Super Smash Brothers. Um, Much to the delight of no one. <laughs> no one. Literally no one asked for this. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm sure somebody was like, if you're doing VR, do something with Smash. They just didn't ask for what they got. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know more about it. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I don't have the Labo. Um, but I saw like videos of it, and it just looks awful. Because you have to play it holding the Labo up to your face with the Joy-Con on the side of it, just like playing. It's not comfortable. No. You're not going to be good. You're not going to want to do it. Uh, I think you can only do certain battles. Like, it's not the whole game in VR. It's just like a mode of VR where you're having fights. But I think it's like a one-on-three or something. You're just fighting like Peach or Peach Minions or something. Uh, But ultimately, it's not good you can't really get a sense of it. I think it'd be fun if the Labo had a strap that you could just affix it to your head and you could play normally. That'd probably be a lot more fun because then you could like walk around and look at the stage from other sides maybe. I don't know, but as is, I'm not putting that thing up to my face and holding my hands next to my eyes and playing on the Joy-Con. Just... I bet you it was just like spawned out of a conversation where like, hey, you know, like the characters get knocked out and they fly towards the screen. That'd be cool in VR. Let's do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that part would be cool in VR. Or like when you, you get the uh, when you get the Nintendo. Like oh yeah, you like, it up the screen. the screen and licks the screen. No items. Ah, no on. one wants this. I'm pretty sure there's no items. At the very least, there's no like Smash Balls or anything. I'm pretty sure I read no items. It's ah. only certain stages, uh, and no items. Ah. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah, again, just you're so close. <laughs> right there. It's like they were sitting around. And they're like, remember that? Uh, remember that Virtual Boy we made like 25 years ago? And everyone said it was awful. Can Remember? we do something like that again? <laughs> but keep it awful? Yeah. <laughs> can we figure out how to make that but less uncomfortable than it already was? Yeah, we can yeah. make it out of cardboard and you have to hold it. Yeah, yeah. you have to actually literally <laughs> walk around holding it up to your face. Yeah. I mean, the Virtual Boy has been talked about for all these years because of how terrible it was. And I think they just want the same for Labo. They just want people to talk about Labo yeah, for years and years and bad years. Bad press is good. Is, or any press is good press. There you go. Uh, so, I mean, check out Smash in VR if you want to not have any fun with Smash. Smash it in your face. Yeah, there you go. Uh, lightning round. All right, so, you know, E3 is right around the corner. It's rumor time. It's everything's starting to leak now. We're in that lead up week beforehand where there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out over the next, the next week or so to where we're really going to kind of get a handle on what E3 looks like, what the rest of 2019 looks like for games, and what the beginnings of 2020 starts to look like as well. So uh, Ubisoft does their own conference. They're usually, I think, the Monday morning or Tuesday morning of E3. But we've already got some rumors coming out of that. Uh, first up is uh, what I'm going to call the Ubi Pass. I think it's the Ubisoft is rumored to be making some kind of subscription service, whether that's like a games pass or a ea origins access kind of thing like not really sure specifically what it is but people got a screenshot of a posting that said it was i think the ubisoft pass what is it called well they have the ub club so it's probably like ub club plus or something no it was a uh, ubisoft pass premium was what the the name of the buyable item in the ubisoft I mean, it has store sour cream on it Yes. Oh, no, no, that's, that's Supreme. That's that, Supreme. Would, that would also imply a non-premium version. Yeah, so this is definitely going to be a but there's tier no, thing. But there's no Ubisoft Pass as of now. No, but that could just be they were able to snap the store posting for the premium, but never saw the one for regular. Hmm. Um, most likely, it's the difference would be how early you can play things, what kind of discounts you might be able to get on purchasing things. Do you get DLC? Like, what... It probably just changes the perks that you would get. I would actually, I would probably assume that they're just going to change the name of Ubisoft Club to Ubisoft Pass, and then there'll be the premium version that you can pay on top oh, of it. Oh, like, like Xbox Silver and Xbox Gold? Yeah. That so like sense. Ubisoft Pass will just be what Ubisoft Club was. Yeah. And then there'll be like a $10 a month version that gets you, yeah, like early access to games, and then like a 10%, 20% off like your purchase, digital purchase type thing. Mm-hmm. So now you're a person who plays a lot of Ubisoft games, Joe, as you play all the Assassin's Creeds. Are Would this be a thing that you would sign up for to get an Assassin's Creed game early, even though you'd probably have to buy it digital only? No. No. <laughs> no, because then you, you play those games and you trade them in. Like yeah. Far Cry and all those. Yeah, that's what I usually do. And then eventually when they like drop down on some Super Sale digitally, I'll buy them then. Mm -hmm. uh, that's pretty much how I usually play those games. Yeah, so I'm not even sure who this is for. Like, you play every Ubisoft game, and you're like, no, thank you. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure there's people that are more uh, inclined to just buy it digitally, like, off the bat. You know, that's just kind of the way things are going. So they're figuring out, like, or they're just kind of figuring, like, oh, if I can get it cheaper right off the bat right now. Uh, I mean, I, like, tried the EA Access for yeah. a little while when that came out. 
Um, I'm not as into EA games. Well, like most of those are sports games. Too. Yeah, uh, and the, you know you get occasional like other things, but uh, it was still was the kind of thing where like I don't know why I'm paying ten dollars a month for this stuff. Yeah. If it's the kind of thing where like I can pay ten dollars for that first month to get ten percent off, and I save twelve or like or I get like twenty percent off, I save twelve dollars. So I got to pay like ten dollars for this for the month. Yeah, to you save two dollars. What's the point at that point? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like it'd be anything that I would want to continuously pay, like pay money for. No, it's definitely a thing where you would do it only when there's something there that you want, mm. and that would probably be you know six months after the new Assassin's Creed comes out, you can get it for free if you have Ubisoft Pass Premium. Yeah, that's how the EA Access they had like the Vault, which is like they yeah. would move older games into the Vault that you could actually like play yeah. them. Yeah, so like the sports games come out in like February or March of the year after they were on sale for the general public, they come for free to that. So like maybe if you're a person who, you know, doesn't care about the Assassin's Creed spoilers, doesn't care about being the first person to play it, and you just like playing the Assassin's Creed games and you normally wait for them to go cheaper, maybe now you pay the 10 bucks a month and get them for free for the month or two that you're going to play them. I'd do that for like, I didn't buy the division two, but I really liked the division one, but like I would pay 10 bucks to play it for the month that I'm going to play it and then be done with it. Yeah, I well, mean, it's usually it's not. It's not day to day free. Yeah, it's like you'd have to wait a while. Yeah, so like six months. No, but from um, the release the, date the of Division, Division Two has been out for a while anyway. I'm just saying, yeah, like specifically that like game. A month? No, it's been out for a lot longer than that. Has it? No, no. It was, it was part of that like February, March, yeah, like craziness. Has, yeah, it's been like three or four months. Yeah, so like if this comes out, it's like ten bucks for the first month. Sure, I'll do that just to play Division for ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where the sweet spot is. And then they're hoping that people forget to cancel and they just get rollover subscriptions and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's something that, again, it's not concrete. It's a rumor at this point. Maybe if there's backlash and people don't care, then they don't do it. Or if there's positive and everyone's, then they get amped for it and it's it's at E3. So, um, chances are we'll probably get something like that announced. Uh, The other thing, which is has less rumors, but also more screenshots somehow, uh, is Ubisoft's next game, uh, which I think was called Roller Champions. What was it? Oh, it was Roller Champions. Yeah, Roller. It Champions. wasn't Roller Ball. No, no. That's, uh, so yeah, it's a trademark of licensed. the movie. Yeah. So everyone's referring to it as Roller Derby game, but the difference here is that a Roller Derby game is all about like passing and scoring based on what you're doing on the track, whereas like a Roller Ball, the movie is you've got some kind of ball that you have to score with. Basically, from what we've seen of the trailer that shows arenas. And some of the screenshots that we see, it basically just looks like Rocket League and Fortnite smushed together. Like, all the characters are cartoony looking with plenty of outfit possibilities for microtransactions. Um, They've all got different styles of skates, different styles of clothes, different styles of pads, helmets, the whole thing. So you'll definitely be able to customize. Yeah, I'm sure, like, whatever club you're going to be using to hit people, you Mm -hmm. can get a wrench. Or you can get, like, the candy cane one during holidays. Or you can get, like, the one that's just a stick. The ball will be the ball will be different, like Mm -hmm. in your version of the game when you're watching it. It'll be a soccer ball or a metal ball or a baseball or whatever. Well, do we even actually know if it involves a ball? Yeah, the the main character is holding a ball in the um in the the one screenshot leak image. Okay, that there is. I just I didn't know if we were we were adding a ball into the mix up just because we were calling it rollerball at first. No, no, no. no. That's why I'm. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's calling it roller derby, and I'm like, that dude is holding a ball. It's not roller derby. That's rollerball. Mm. Uh, so, those of you who don't know, Rollerball is a movie with I think, James Caan from yep. the 70s, 1975, and then a remake with Chris Klein, right? No, 
Yep. Chris Klein? Yeah. Yep, Chris um, and Ladies and, Love Cool James. And Ladies Love Cool James, which was uh, bad. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> yep. Um, but it's all about like, uh, you know, it's like a death sport. But I don't think this will be that hardcore about it. I think it's more of a, a Rocket League style game. But just... Or it'll be like a Fortnite or like you just poof into like a cloud when you get beat. Yeah. Or it could be like PUBG in China where they just wave at you and then wake <laughs> up your stuff. <laughs> You're dead now. Yeah, I mean, if this is a free-to-play game, I'm so down to try it. Like, it kind of gives me a Windjammers vibe a little bit of, like, a quirky sport with a cartoony graphics that could be quite fun. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love that game. I love Rocket League. You know, I played Fortnite a ton. I believe it's called Super Turbo. The hell was Supersonic it? Acrobatic Rocket Power Battle Cars? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. We were talking about it earlier, and I couldn't remember the name of Rocket, Rocket League. League. Like, I had a brain fart. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's the game with the... Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Power Battle Cars. <laughs> well, you remember that one, but not Rocket League? I, yes. Yes, I did. It's more fun to say. It is. Uh, but if this is free to play, I'm all about this. This is, seems like it could be like, super it, cool. It has to be, uh, I'd almost say, at this point. I Why? mean, you could charge. Well, I mean, it's clearly supposed to be Fortnite, and they're clearly going to try and go on that like free to play yeah. model. But I mean, Rocket League was 20 bucks when it came out. True. I mean, I'm not saying like... It still it's is just, It just seems like it has to be. Yeah. Oh, I would think it would. If, if Ubisoft is doing this, they're seeing the writing on the wall that if we put out a freemium game a la Fortnite, we're going to rake in the cash too. Yeah, with like Apex Legends and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, you have to put something out at this point. Yeah. Give I the can't picture people paying money for this. No, I think... I, I can you, picture people like funneling money in for their version of whatever V-Bucks are for it. But. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like 20 bucks because Windjammers is 20 bucks, Rocket League is 20 bucks. Like these smaller sports-based multiplayer online titles you could sell for 10 20 bucks i don't think ubisoft would because i think they have the money and the clout to be able to say freemium go and then just rake the money back in through microtransactions if the game takes off yeah but that's a big if so we'll see at e3 i would assume they'll announce it at the show maybe it's a and it's available now kind of thing or maybe it's a check for more later this year and they release it at some other point i don't know but it could be pretty cool and uh, something that they're potentially working on. Uh, sticking with E3, lightning round, we got confirmation that a very highly anticipated game by me, and I think you guys as well, will be showing up at E3, and that is Square Enix's Marvel's Avengers game. It's about time. I know. Uh, there wasn't yeah. really much to it. It was just a tweet from the you know the company that said, like the game's Twitter, that just said Marvel's, and it's I think this is the official unveiling of the title of Marvel's Avengers or something, right? What's it called? There was something. Uh, I mean, what's called it. the Avengers Project? But that's not what it said in the tweet, if I recall. I don't have the tweet in front of me. Do you have it up? Uh, I have an article, but I don't have the tweet. It's not embedded in there. Uh, oh, wait. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, it says, this time has come. See you all at E3. Uh, hashtag, or at Play Avengers, Chris Anamics, Marvel Games, Bill, Bill Roseman, and another name. Oh, okay. But it doesn't have the name of what it's called. What's the Twitter account called? Uh, of Play Avengers. Oh, okay. Or, well, it was just a guy. I, I'm assuming he probably worked on the game. Mm. Sean Eskaig. Gotcha. Yeah. So it doesn't have the actual name on it. Um, and we still like don't even know what it is. No. So there are... Um, I have seen some things where it's like a, details. Let me pull those back up because I don't have those in front of me right now. Uh, and it basically seems like it might be almost Destiny-like in a way. Where you're like, they're teaming up, you're combining characters and powers and all these different things. 
Uh, let's see, first game details leak. So let's pull this article up. It's just called Marvel's Avengers. Oh, does it say that? It's in quotes, so I would assume yes. Okay. I mean, I guess that would be in line with like how Spider-Man was called Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah. Because this is the like the video game multiverse of Marvel. Mm. So maybe they're connected. I don't know. I would assume the PS4 version, you could have a Spider-Man skin if Spider-Man's in the skin that is the game suit. It's like Ultimate Alliance is called like Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. It is. It is. It's, it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's not Marvel's. It's not Marvel's yeah, yeah. Ultimate Alliance. Well, it's pre-Disney, though. Okay, so the description of Marvel's Avengers Showcase once read, uh, Embrace your powers and join key members of the development team at Crystal Dynamics and the creative team at Marvel Games as they talk exclusively about the upcoming Marvel Avengers. This is the defining Avengers gaming experience, an epic action adventure that combines cinematic storytelling with continuous single-player and cooperative gameplay. Um, And then it's just talking about uh, assemble in teams up to four players, master extraordinary abilities, customize your heroes to fit your playstyle, and combine powers to defend an ever-expanding world under constant threat. So, I mean, at least gives you the sense that there's co-op, which we didn't necessarily know, could have assumed, but it just as easily could have been a single-player game because mm-hmm. we literally knew nothing about it other than it was coming at some point, probably. Well, I mean, Square Enix doesn't do a ton of multiplayer stuff. No, which is why it's, it was safe to assume that there wouldn't be, but this says continuous single-player and multiplayer, so that almost seems like there's drop-in, drop-out co-op, which is pretty sweet, meaning at any point someone just picks up a new character and goes to town, which sounds yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, but uh, nothing really more on that. Uh, currently, I think it's Tuesday or Monday the 10th, um, they're, they've got their official press conference in what was the old Sony time slot of 9 p.m. Eastern time. Hmm. So I will be very much glued to that. I cannot wait to find out more about this game, and hopefully my expectations will be met. Otherwise, it's when's Ultimate Alliance 3 coming out? Because <laughs> it's been like, what, two years since this has been announced? I think so. Uh, January 2017 was when the teaser trailer came out. Yeah. So just a little over two years. Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited for them to be there. I'm no, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see what it is. I'm just hoping I'm not disappointed. Yeah, because like part of me, when you talk about it being like Destiny and like all the mishmash and all the characters, I get the uh, like flashbacks to what was that other online one? Evolve. The, hmm. Evolve. No, the one that was like Diablo esque. Uh, the one that was made by the blood. Fuck yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, the one that was basically like multiplayer Ultimate Alliance. Multiplayer Ultimate Alliance? Marvel, like the, Marvel the, Heroes? Marvel Heroes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, like, one thing that I really hate about that game was like mm. when I was running around and seeing like a million other Deadpools yeah, running around yeah. being like, man, come on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Like, if they could avoid something like that, I'd be more interested. But I just, yeah, I, I fear playing a game with like. 40 Deadpools and like 20 Spider-Mans all running around. Yeah, that would be kind of a bummer. But I think it'll probably be more in the Ultimate Alliance vein of once a character's picked. You can't pick them. You yeah, can't if pick it's them. something like that, then I'm, I'm far more into it. Yeah, because I think like you'll probably be places where you can meet up, maybe some kind of online hub, Avengers Tower, where you can maybe meet up and meet with other players. And then when you jump into a raid or whatever their version of a raid is called or whatever like storyline piece you're going to do. It says, okay, now it's time to assemble and you go through the roster and you pick your person. But I mean, that would be the only thing that I could think of. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Got more confirmations of people. They're going to be at E3 this time. It's a little more surprising 
as this panel at E3 is going to feature uh, writers and producers from The Simpsons. So The Simpsons haven't had a game in eight years, probably. When did The Simpsons come out? Simpsons the movie? Uh, I don't think it was Simpsons the movie, but it was around the same time. The Simpsons. Like The Simpsons game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Simpsons game. Video game 2007. So 12 years years. since the last time that a Simpsons game came out. But writers and producers from the series are going to be at E3, the biggest gaming show in the, you know, Western Hemisphere. What do you guys think that means? Oh, I haven't been interested in The Simpsons for, like, long before The Simpsons game came out. I mean, listen, I'm always interested in The Simpsons, but the interest in The Simpsons stops at season 12. Yeah, so like, around the time that Conan O'Brien stopped, like, writing for it. Oh, I I gave him a little bit of leeway past that, because he left a long time before that. It was, like, seven seasons or so before that. Oh, okay. Whatever it is, but the last, like fucking 20 years have not been very yeah. kind to the simpsons at this point we've reached the point where there are more bad seasons of the simpsons than there are good and every time i probably. hear like the simpsons have been renewed for another five years i just go like I'll put it out of its misery please i don't i don't mind that it continues to go it's just a thing that i'm not watching true it's it's nice that it still exists because it'll be sad when the simpsons doesn't exist anymore but here we are i know i haven't been interested in a simpsons game for quite some time though no. So, yeah. Uh, man, I can't believe it's been 12 years 12 since that years. one came out. Is That's it crazy. strictly a Simpsons panel? Uh, they said, join the... It was just a tweet from the E3 like account. Let me pull that back up. I have it here. But, I mean, it's E3. Like They're not just going to do a panel about the cartoon. Yeah, so this is the official at E3 Twitter account. More exciting E3 Coliseum news. Join the writers and producers of at The Simpsons for a panel on June 11th. More info to come. So, like, they might announce something at one of the shows. I... Do you think that they're going to announce something at this panel? So my thought is that we have that Netflix thing, right? The what Netflix thing? Netflix has their own. Their interactive Netflix thing. Showcase. Yep. Uh, and uh, Already barking up the wrong tree because this is a Disney property now. Anything's going to Disney Plus. And I don't think Disney Plus is getting That's a, not true because we had Enchanted that went to Netflix. That like crappy Matt Groening thing. That's Matt Groening. That's not The Simpsons. Yeah, that's not The Simpsons. Well, they just said the people from The Simpsons. Yeah, but like if they're if it's the writers and producers of The Simpsons and they're calling them The Simpsons, I think this is a Simpsons related item. I don't think this is not, this is going to be because Matt Groening hasn't really had anything to do with The Simpsons for a long time. Well, he does. He's, he's like the executive producer, but I don't think. Yeah, but I think, I yeah, but like I think if this was you, if this was just those people doing a game, you would say join Al Jean and writer A from The Simpsons as they talk about an upcoming project. They would they would differentiate between writers and producers of The Simpsons as the individuals versus saying writers and producers of The Simpsons. I think the fact that they're alluding to The Simpsons means this is a Simpsons related thing. So maybe they're doing like uh, South Park esque thing. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it makes sense. Simpsons has its own uh, art style, and you can make your own character like you could in the. South Park game. Like yeah. South Park has its own art style. And they made two really good South Park games, so chances are they might have seen that and said, hey, can we get in on that? Um, but, I mean, so do you think it's, so you think it's something more in line of a new game that is more RPG-ish, right? Yeah, maybe, or just like a make your character to do, like, yeah. it could be a brawler Like, or like an like open that. world Simpsons thing where you run around Springfield. I mean, or it could just be like a, the Simpsons arcade game, but you just make your own character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I was thinking of, like, do they bring the Simpsons arcade game to 
current gen or switch because they brought it to ps3 and 360 um they could bring that to the newer consoles including the switch which would be fun to play multiplayer simpsons arcade game or they could just make a new one they could make a new one they could do uh a lot of people are pointing to some kind of hd remake or recreation of simpsons hit and run which i think was one of the the ones that people That's enjoyed the most, the most. One. yeah it's the grand theft auto-esque simpsons game um I don't know. I'm excited to find out, I guess. Ooh, remaster of Bart versus the Space Mutants. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? The, the, I mean, this may not be it, but what would be cool is, like, you can make your own character, but it's, like, a Diablo game. So, like, it is an open-world RPG-ish, but it's in, like, a Diablo style where it's, a, like, a dungeon crawler. Yeah, so it's, like, taking elements of an RPG right. with the arcade game. Right, because you can keep the arcade together. game together, but, yeah, like, make your own cool. character. Like, go through the nuclear power plant fighting off mutants and yeah. stuff. yeah. That could be pretty cool. Like I'm excited. I mean, there's to hear. a there's a million things that it could be. Yeah, could be a Simpsons racer. It could be the Simpsons skateboarding game again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crappy wrestling one that they did. There's tons of things that they've done with that, and it could be all those. It could be a first person shooter set in. They did that with South Park also. The South Park oh, N64 mm-hmm. uh, first person shooter game. Uh, yeah, it could be a million things. It's just it's also still it's a bit the played Simpsons. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because at this point. There's also been more bad Simpsons games and good Simpsons games. There's been mostly one that. good Simpsons game. <laughs> the Simpsons Racer? Hit and Run? Uh, like Bart vs. Space Mutant was a popular one. Well, and like Arcade was good. good but uh, was... Arcade, Hit and Run. So yeah, okay. So there have been some good ones. Yeah. I'll give them credit. But uh, Still certainly, yeah, the, the bar is not very high. No, it is not. Um, but I wouldn't have thought that the South Park game was as good as it was. Yeah, that one... That one... Definitely surprised. There were a, there lot, a lot of bad, bad South, South Park, Park games, games before yeah. that game came out. Mm-hmm. But the South Park show is apparently still good. True. Eh, it's up and down. I like the last two seasons. I don't know. Neither of these yeah. things are up in my wheelhouse. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see. I, if there's a new Simpsons game, I'm willing to give it a try. Uh, lightning round. It's uh, going to be like a cell phone game. Oh, God, of course it is. They already have one. They have that Donut Land Oh, thing. yeah, they have a couple but, different ones. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be like another one. Awesome. Can't wait. Uh, lightning round uh, from one TV person to another person who recently wrapped up a TV show based on their properties. It seems like George R.R. R. Martin is getting in on the video game craze, but not necessarily with Game of Thrones. Well, so there was rumors that he was working with somebody on a video game, and mm-hmm. then he well, there did was a, a there were just a bunch of like a, a thing came out that was like everything George R. R. Martin is doing. Yeah, so it had like movies that he was like in post production prequel series, uh, prequels like a, the spin off series is, is yeah. to that. I think a comic book that he was working on. Well, none of those things are the books. Yeah. yeah, everything that's not finishing the fucking books. Yeah. Well, so there was rumors that he was working on it, like a video game for a while. And then after the show wrapped up, he made a blog post that said, like, here's all the things I'm working on. And one of them was like, I was in Japan talking to a video game company. Well, the the initial leak thing that I was talking about was a a separate thing from his original blog post. And that specifically said that he was working on a game with From Software. Um, From? I thought it was just... He just said I was in Japan. No, the, the leak that originally came out said that he was working on a game with Front Software. Oh. His blog, he said, I've been in Japan working on a video game. Which lines up with the with, From yeah. Software. Yeah, so leak. there was this leak saying George R. R. Martin is working on a From Software game. And then he says, I was working on a video game in Japan. Mm-hmm. Seems to pretty much proved that the yeah. leak was initially true. Yeah, it's not like they said he's working on a game with From Software, and he said, I'm working with a development team out of the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, that doesn't 
track with the other rumor. So one of these items is wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, oops, I lost the article. Uh, the game uh, is apparently titled uh, Great Rune uh, and is like based off of Nordic mythology, mm-hmm. uh, which is it's something that From hasn't done yet. Yeah. And didn't they say like when they put out Sekiro that they wanted to go make more narrative? Yeah, he said he wanted to do something that was more narrative driven, story driven, like uh, um, he uh, specifically said Red Dead yeah. was something that he wanted to do. Yep. So maybe Miyazaki, this... not George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Maybe this is it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you pair yourself with a, a writer who knows how to write rich worlds and all these kinds of story elements that you need to give yourself, give your game a lived in world kind of feel. George R. R. Martin knows how to write that kind of stuff. I mean, whether or not it translates to video games remains to be seen, but if that rumor holds true, that could be a pretty interesting pairing. Seems from like an and... odd pairing, though, with Norse mythology stuff. Like, you have somebody who writes high fantasy and a company that also primarily sticks with high fantasy, and then you throw Norse stuff in it. I just think, like, aren't you barking up God of War's tree? It'll probably be, like, a high fan. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. That does seem like it's getting a little too close to that thing but uh, i mean it's from so like i'm sure they're gonna put their own twist on it yeah and but it is true that like god of war the last god of war the going back to what you were saying john about not changing the name and just calling it yeah again, god, god of war yeah like god of war very clearly was highly influenced by dark souls yeah in this one so now they're going to be making they're like aren't you just copying a copy of our game already yeah are you copying our copy of your game Yes. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I can't wait for it to be unfinished and the DLC to never come out. Sweet. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. And then they'll just create like a spinoff game that'll basically just be retelling it, but it'll have a terrible ending. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, that's just how George R. R. Martin makes things. Yeah. Starts them, lets other people finish them, probably worse. As far as we know, like his involvement might have just been like idea pitching he said he was in Japan doing it. Clearly, the game probably won't be ready for a long time. So, like, he yeah. might have just been, like, basic story pitching. Writing it on a napkin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he went there and said, like, you guys should do something based on North, Norse mythology. And they went, okay. Thanks, Bye. Germ. <laughs> Thanks, Germ. <laughs> yeah. you, you did it. You helped us out. Well, we'll see. I'm probably not at E3, but maybe next year's E3. We'll see if George has a little video game up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, lightning round. We got a surprise HD remaster announcement this week in the form of Ghostbusters, the video game. A very, very good licensed video game uh, that came out. That one came out in the late 2000s, like 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I quite enjoyed that game a lot. But we're getting an HD remaster, I think, just on the PS4, it looks like. That was all that was mentioned in the trailer. Oh, that, and I, didn't I, did, see that any, I didn't see. I didn't see any articles saying what systems it was for, and the trailer just mentioned PS4. So if you have... Uh, it says PS4 and PC. P- okay. So still just... But uh, yeah, I don't see... Not Xbox, not Switch, which is surprising because you think everything goes to Switch, especially a remaster of a previous gen game that wasn't on a Nintendo platform, I don't think. I think they had a different version on the Wii. Yes. But not the same game. Uh, oh, wait, no, yeah, it says Xbox One. Oh, okay. 2009? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was that makes say, sense. I, we were working at GameStop when that came out. That but, game's great. Yeah. I'm excited for this. 10 years. And looking at the pictures that they have on the website, it looks really good. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? It's going to be kind of weird hearing Harold Ramis. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it'll be any weirder than uh, Watch like watching movie. the movie again. True. Because, 
like if I hadn't played this game before, then yes, it would be weird hearing it for the first time, which it will be for a lot of people. Uh, but I'm, I mean, I'm super excited. I think it'd be cool if they were to do a sequel at that point, it then becomes, what do you do with the Egon character? Cause there is no Harold Ramis anymore. Um, but I did, I, I mentioned it uh, on Twitter to a friend of mine who's a big Ghostbusters fan. And he said possibly doing a real Ghostbusters game, which is the TV show that had all the same characters, but were voiced completely differently. So it was like, like John DiMaggio and I think uh, Dave Coulier was one of them. Well, the guy that voiced, um, uh, Peter Bankman's dead. Oh, really? Yeah. But they had different voices throughout the different seasons, I think. He was the voice of uh, Garfield in the cartoon as well. Hmm. And that was that everyone said, like, oh, the guy who voiced Garfield in the cartoon played Peter Vankman. And the guy who played Peter Vankman played Garfield in the movies. Yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. Fun coincidence. Everybody's got to be dying all the time. No, that's sad. Ruins all our video games. Stop talking about them, Joe, and they'll stop dying. That's right. You just mentioned all kinds of people. So now, well, now Garfield's going to die. <laughs> oh, no. Way to go. I mean, Grumpy Cat just died, Joe, and you're going to oh, kill no. Garfield. Grumpy Cat died? Yeah, Grumpy Cat died like last week, oh. mm-hmm. two weeks ago. We we were off, so we didn't we didn't have a memorial for him. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's a Grumpy Cat phone game or something. There was the movie. There was a Grumpy Cat movie. Yeah, starring um, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, was that oh like yeah, a that's right. Skit? I forgot about no, that. No, it was like a full length movie. It was like Grumpy Cat Saves Christmas. Yeah. I've not heard of that at all. Yeah. Not important. You're not missing either. anything. Aub- no. Aubrey Plaza was the voice of Grumpy Cat, and now she's a mom in the Chucky movie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, all right, lightning round uh, from one. Uh, HD remake of a game to a collection of old school games. We got an announcement for Contra. Yep. Um, we just had the Castlevania collection come out. We're just constantly seeing new collections of old uh, games being re-released. Uh, so we're going to be getting a Contra one. Uh, the This time, the full lineup came out right away with the announcement of it, which is nice. Surprise! Because we're used to getting everything being released in waves nowadays. Uh, but uh, it's going to include uh, Contra, the original arcade version. Uh, Super Contra, the original arcade version, Super C for the NES, uh, Contra 3, the Alien Wars for the SNES, Contra Hardcore uh, for the Sega Genesis, the original Nintendo Contra, Contra for the Famicom, so you're going to get the US version and the Japanese version. Because they're harder. Yep. Uh, Operation C, which was the Game Boy one. Uh, A game called Pro... What the fuck? (laughs) Probotector? 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 Uh, Probotector? <laughs> which was a game that for the Sega Mega Drive. And Super Probotector uh, <laughs> Alien Rebels for the SNES. Sweet. Yeah. How, how is this spelled? It's uh, P-R-O-B-O-T-E-C-T-O-R. Probotector. 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 I mean, that's clearly the one that you're most excited about is Probotector. Probotector. Which I have never heard of. It's like Robotector and Robotect and... Pro, with pro, uh, yeah. Robocop. Yeah. Got it. Contra Robocop. Yeah. Well, and that one's listed Robocop. as a Sega Mega Drive game, so it's probably one that wasn't released in the U.S. Mm. Although Super Probotector, uh, Alien Rebels, was released on the SNES, not the Famicom. So, uh, tons of tons of Contra games to play. You excited for this one? Yeah, I'm gonna pick it up. I, I like these like collection things. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, this one gets a physical release, which the uh, Castlevania collection did not. Uh, it'd be nice to have like a little thing to put on the shelf for that. But I mean, I, there's tons of these things coming out for the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. which I like. Like I like having like all the Mega Man games on that. Uh, this is a, it's a good little thing to have. Nice. So mm-hmm. it'll be coming for the PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. 
Oh, okay, cool. Well, from one collection of games to another, uh, we have our PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold to announce for the month of June. Uh, so, Joe, you have those lists. Uh, give us whichever one you think is the better deal. Uh, all right. Well, we'll do with the PlayStation one first because the PlayStation one is now just two games and it's super short and easy to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to be getting the Borderlands uh, Handsome Collection mm-hmm. and Sonic Mania. I'm excited for Sonic Mania. I've like put off buying that game on so many oh, different really? occasions. Oh, really? You haven't bought it, huh? Nope. Oh. So I'm very excited to have that now. I've always tried it. Like, I've always seen it on Switch and be like, oh, I'm going to get that. And then just don't. So now I'm glad I don't have to pay for it. Mm. Uh, I'm actually surprised that that one's going free. Uh, I figured that'd be one that they would want to like keep selling. Well, especially if the Sonic movie's coming out this year, you know, which it may or may not be, depending on what happens later on the show. Um, but with Sonic Mania, I guess, uh, at its highest, because the movie is coming out at some point, you'd think they'd want to keep selling that. Or at least maybe it goes free closer to the movie or something. But, I'm, I mean, I'm excited to have it. And then uh, it's nice that uh, the Handsome Collection is getting released uh, mm-hmm. in preparation for Borderlands 3, so everyone could go and like play that again to get ready. And that's Borderlands 2 and the DLC? Is that no, what's two in and there? pre-sequel. Two and pre-sequel. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And then for the uh, Games with Gold for the Xbox, uh, you're going to be getting... Uh, well, these ones, the first ones are already out. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to be getting uh, NHL 19 that's uh, a good for deal. the Xbox One. I already bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For the Xbox? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why I saw it. I was like, damn it. I already spent my money on this. Mm. Uh, you're going to be getting that. And then for the Xbox 360, you're going to be getting Portal. Those are the ones that come out from the 1st to the 15th. The original Portal. Portal, it's alive. Oh, yeah. Still alive. Still alive. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then uh, starting uh, on the 16th, it's going to be uh, for the Xbox One Rivals of Aether, which I have no idea what that is. And then for the Xbox 360, uh, Earth Defense Force 2017, which is a fantastic game. And if you have not played it, this is the perfect chance for you to play it. It's mm-hmm. awful. It's great. Yeah. And it's heavily focused on multiplayer and co-op too, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that's where the fun comes yeah, from. Yeah. It's just run around and shoot giant uh, ants. Yep. And, and blow spiders. up buildings. And then eventually giant robots show up. And you hear about Tiny and Fatty dying all Oh the no, time. Tiny and Fatty. They got <laughs> Fatty. Spoilers, man. Come on. People haven't played it yet. They're about to play it for free. Unbelievable. Well, he dies every level. <laughs> Dude, now they know that too. Like three or four times. Yeah. Oh no, they got Fanny. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, except for the, the Rivals of Aether, which I have no idea what that is. Uh, good haul on the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Earth Defense Force, if you haven't played it, you should. You'll Do have it. fun with it. Uh, Portal is always a great classic. If you, for some reason you haven't played Portal by now, yeah. you should play Portal. And I'm not a hockey fan, but I know NHL 19 was a good deal to get for free. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, chance, and now it's like 20 bucks because the season's almost over. Mm. Bruins. But um, it's still a worthwhile thing to get. Rivals of Aether is a Super Smash clone. Oh, cool. Oh. Where you like play tons of those random already. cartoon yeah. characters. So it's just like Brawlhalla and... Uh, but sprite-based. It looks... Uh, sprite-based makes it kind of something. It gives it a different feel. Well, they yeah. had that Rave Masters game that was pretty much a Smash clone, but used Rave Master characters. Yeah, but at least that's a, like a licensed property yeah. that yeah. people might recognize. Right. So why does anyone have a draw to this game then? Because it has Cause nothing free. licensed. Well, it is now. Yeah. That's right. Or it will be on the 15th, 16th. All right. Uh, lightning round. We're just before E3, which means all kinds of fun announcements are coming on. We got a new hardware announcement this week that everyone 
is tepid to not caring about. Joe, why don't you tell us about the newest hardware item coming out? Uh, so uh, you got plenty of options to play handheld games nowadays. Yeah. So you can go back. Hmm? I said, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I He's nah. agreeing. I agreed with you. I thought you said Tons nah. of handheld options. You like can take, your phone. You can take your Switch with you. You can play games on your phone. You DS. can still ball out your old DS. Take that with your you. Vita. Yeah, your Vita might be dead, but it's still kicking. Yeah, your mobile phones. Uh huh. Um, and now you can get the play date. Oh. What's the play date? You might ask. Is it like a Tinder video game? No, that'd it be cool, should though. be. No. Uh, oh, a play date is when you get all the kids together and have them jump. On the adult that has no kids and hurt his back. Yes. Got it. I knew what a play date was, guys. I figured it out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, no, the play date is a new system uh, being de- developed by a company called Panic. Okay. Uh, they uh, they put out like a lot of indie games. They're not developers, but they're a publisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put out like Firewatch. They have the Untitled Goose game is coming out by them. Um, it, this is a new little handheld system. Um, it's one hundred and fifty dollars. It's a budget. Yeah, so I mean, it's not like that's a price of a, a 3DS nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, uh, it's in black and white. Okay. You're getting better. It's not backlit. Okay. Uh, it doesn't have like a cartridge slot or anything, so it's all just games that are already installed on it. But they'll be adding ones you can add digitally. That's not. That's not too bad. Uh, you play it with a crank. You play. What? Rewind. On crank, like you get high on crank and then play the game. That's is that. Uh, nope, nope. It's an actual physical crank that's attached to the side of the system that you crank. So like, it's only fishing games, like a, like a Jack in the Box. Yeah, it's a Jack in the Box simulator as well. So it's, it's so it's fishing, fishing games, games and, and Jack in the Box and Jack simulator. The box also, you can start up old timey cars. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your Model or, T running. Uh, you can also use it to uh, start a radio that doesn't have batteries. Like, mm-hmm. So, you know, crank one of those, or a flashlight for, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. if you're stuck in the woods. Yep, yep. Uh, or you can play Very video versatile games. versatile for 150 You could grind pepper with it. Oh, man, the crank is so versatile. Or it make some so pasta. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you Cotton can grind up, grind up uh, meat into a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or people into meat. You know, it, the crank just does so many things. Yep, yep. Uh, but no, this is this is a little handheld video game system that's being put out. Why? <laughs> Fuck it, I know. Why? Uh, it uh, surprisingly has some uh, names behind it. Yeah, but why? Uh, the, <laughs> there's a like I said, it's 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 not going to have any like other licensed games. All the games that are going to be made for it are all new games made specifically for the play date. Um, so like you won't be getting Tetris on the play date. Um, it has, like I said, it has some some names behind it. Uh, the creator of Katamari Damacy, uh, Kaida Takahashi, uh, he's going to be uh, making a game for it. Uh, Bennett Foddy, who you might know as the creator of the game Quop, is going to be making a game for it. Why? I have no idea. So it just seems keep like these are why. two very gimmicky games that are or game creators, and they're going to make a very gimmicky game on a game system that no one's going to buy. Yeah, I like this. Really, just seems like it's the like hipster video game handheld system. I guess, but hipsters wear skinny jeans, and you can't put that crank in there. Like, does it fold down? <laughs> it's not that big. I mean, have, have you seen, seen what it looks like? It? Have you seen skinny jeans? They're I'm wearing them. <laughs> They're very skinny. You, can you fit a crank in that pocket? I can fit my phone in the pocket. Your phone doesn't have a crank. Yeah, the crank just it's sticks a out. Tiny little crank on the side of it. I just think it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, and especially for hundred and fifty bucks. No, like John's saving up the... to get the Mad Box. He doesn't have money for this. <laughs> <laughs> There's my one. 
<laughs> so yeah, I have, I have no idea who this is for, or what it's for. It just seems like it's for some like for people who are going to be like, "Have you seen my system with a crank on it?" Yeah, I, I was and I was having this conversation about this too um, offline with a friend of mine. Uh, the same when I was talking about Death Stranding with my friend Matt, and uh, he was saying like, "Okay, Playdate, what a what a cool idea! I guess you have these ideas for these games that utilize this crank." Why in the world is this not a Joy-Con with a crank attachment for the Switch and a collection of Playdate games on the Switch? Like, why did you not put that on a thing? And you've got Joy-Cons, just make the motion with a Joy-Con that's a crank motion. Or give a special slide-on attachment that turns it into a crank. Like, you could easily do that with the Switch. Yeah. Why is this not a collection of games? You missed out on the, like, important thing, too, is that there are going to be seasons of games... So you only Why? get to play them during the season, and then they're gone. So you can't even Stop like install it. it onto your system and no. then stay there? Stop it. Yeah, so there's 12 games in the first season. No oh, problem. yeah, right here. Playdate will have a season of 12 new video games with a new one coming every week. Yep. Okay, do, uh, so do I have to pay for these games? Or my do I get guess, them for free because I spent $150 on a crank? I'm assuming they just come with the system. That's my guess. And I'm also guessing that this is like WarioWare the system. So like these games are going to be something you can sit down and play for 10 seconds and then be like, that was fun. So like I watched, okay, the, that's, I watched the... That's better. I watched a trailer of somebody playing the, the, the thing. Someone cranking? Yeah, they were playing a game. Uh, it's called... Today. Uh, it's called Kranken's Time Travel Adventure. If one of them is not called Release the Kranken, I don't even want. I don't even want this. <laughs> and like the way that the game worked is that like have that you, one for free. You turn the crank, and the character on the screen would walk. Like as you turned it, you turn okay. it harder, he runs. You turn it a little bit, he kind of like creeps along. Okay. Um, and there are obstacles in the way. You have to head, get him to get through the obstacles by turning the crank. Uh, it looked like I, I looked at. it, I was like, okay, that's kind of neat. I wouldn't pay a hundred and fifty dollars to play this. No. But would you for the other 11 games that haven't been announced? If they're the quality of this one, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, this looks sub, like, sub cell phone game game. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Because yeah, you can play Diablo on your phone now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I In said, color. this thing costs the same amount as a, a 3DS. 3DS. Yeah. Granted, you have to buy the 3DS games additionally with that. But, like... We don't know that these games in the season are going to be free. They could yeah, be. Yeah, they could cost, like, at least a dollar a piece or something. Yeah. I don't know. But still, like, technically, it's, it's a fucking black and white, yeah. non-backlit screen. And yeah. a crank! Yeah, it's a butter churn with a screen. That's yeah. What it is. And including the yellowy butter and color. And two buttons. Yeah. I, I just, why? Stop it. I'm at least giving the Madbox credit because it wants to be a real system. This is just like, we, we want to be a crank. Okay. Granted, we've been wrong before. This game could be the, the greatest invention in the history of video games. It won't. It won't. Surprise. But it could be. It won't. We've been wrong before. We're only guaranteed this, to be right twice a day. This is for I think like, this is one of those times. This is for... And like, the other time uh, is that the Madbox will be great. Yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> this is for like hardcore enthusiasts with a lot of money to spend. I mean, it's not a lot of money, money, but it seems like a hardcore waste of money. That's the thing. It's it's, paperweight. It's if you have, if you're the kind of person who could just be like, I got an extra hundred fifty bucks, whatever. Like, I don't need to worry about my money. Yeah, I'm looking very intently at Joe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shut up, (laughs) Joe. You're buying. So we look look forward to your review of the play date when it comes out later this year. Does it say? 
Uh, it's coming out uh, early 2020. Okay, early 2020. So we'll look yep. forward to your review then when you definitely, definitely buy this. Um, Dude, you're buying this. Yeah. All right. Uh, lightning round from one console that no one's going to buy to another console that nobody did buy. The Ouya is dead. Or will be in the next couple weeks. But I bet you thought that was the case already, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, like two weeks after it came out. That's right. That's what we all thought. That's what I thought. Uh, but no, the Ouya has been alive and sickly uh, for <laughs> since its inception. In hospice? Uh, it's been in a coma but still hooked up to life support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, well, they, um, they were purchased. The Ouya company was purchased a couple of years ago by I forget who. Somebody wanted to take it on. and THQ Nordic? Uh, it wasn't THQ Nordic. <laughs> that would have made sense. I forget who it was that actually owns them now. Uh, but ultimately, in the coming weeks, the Ouya storefront, like the Ouya experience or whatever, is is going to be shutting down, effectively killing off Were they the bought Ouya. by Mad Kids? Were they? Uh, it says here on the thing, uh, Forge TV, Ouya, and Mad Cat's Mojo Game Stores will be shutting down. Uh, so apparently they all oh, no. use the same... Razor owns Ouya. Uh, does Razor own Madcats? Uh, who owns Ouya will also be shutting down both of Yes. The Madcats Mojo store is, I guess, run by Razor. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's the same as the peripheral company or whatever, but... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so Razor bought Ouya thinking that they could maybe transform it into something um, other than the, the death. But that's what they transformed it into was a dead, a dead thing. So... Remember when this was like the biggest fucking deal... <laughs> Yeah. When, like, the crowdfunding for it happened and yeah, everyone went crazy. I know, but still, like, it was going to be the biggest thing ever at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had, we, like, got two of them in our store and we never sold them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because nobody wanted it. I just, well, I, mean, I, I mean, the same thing with the shield. They bungled the release of it, too, because, like, if, if yeah. I recall, when the Ouya came out, they, like, didn't have enough to give to backers, and then they were also in stores. Yeah. So you could go buy one in the store before yeah. you got one as a backer, and I think that just burned a lot of people. The experience wasn't great. They were banking on Android gaming being way more popular than it ever was, and it never... Android gaming just isn't the same because they don't have Android tablets, really. Like, there's no official Google Android tablet for years. And I think you need to have that. Android doesn't stretch real well. They don't put the same kind of like development into it for these bigger screen experiences. So it just they just bet wrong. And uh, now it's now it's officially time to to put it out to pasture to just kick that little brick right down the road. But yeah, <laughs> oh, man, I know it was the biggest thing in gaming for that like three weeks that everyone talked about the Kickstarter. It was also one of like the first Kickstarter things too. It was the first like massive Kickstarter success, I think. Yeah. Definitely like one of like the first million dollar something or others because yeah. everyone everyone was clamoring for this and they're like oh finally this awesome little Android gaming box it's, it's you're gonna, gonna be, be able to put like so many games on all it. the emulators it's gonna be great and then technology just bypassed it so that's the way technology works yeah now we got totally. cranks yeah now we've gone all the way back to crank technology like the olden times but yeah rest in peace yeah yeah you had your uh, it was a 2012 yeah so seven years. It earned $8.5 million on Kickstarter. It's crazy. If you're out there and you absolutely love your Ouya and have been playing it nonstop since 2012, I definitely want to hear from you. <laughs> I just want to know what the that experience was like. Because I I remember seeing it and thinking like, also, didn't it launch at like $150? Bucks? Uh, $100. $100. And even then I thought that was steep because there wasn't really anything to it. 
And so right, just, you can play your cell phone games on a TV screen. Uh, yeah. It was a hundred dollars, or you could buy the sixteen gig flash version for a hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, sixteen gigs. Yeah, wow, That's a lot of information. So much gigs. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, too bad we uh, you uh, you had a good run. No, it didn't. You. <laughs> you had I, a run. You had a yeah. I'm not you, had, gonna, you had a steady. You had you had that three weeks. Hobble. You always have that month. Um, poor, poor Ouya. You'll go down in the history books at least. I'm excited. I'll mark it That's down. That's more now. than most of us can say. I'll mark it down now for seven years from now. We can make the announcement about the Play Day store uh, shutting down and <laughs> how that just didn't do anything. So, uh, uh, lightning round. The, uh, the Ouya is the fifth highest earning Kickstarter. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got their money. So, I it guess... funded 904% of its goal. Wow. Eight million five hundred ninety-six dollars, four hundred. Wait, eight million five hundred ninety-six thousand four hundred seventy-five dollars. Out of control. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Uh, lightning round. Uh, a game that was pulled off shelves a couple months ago for controversy is going back on sale in Japan. John, why don't you tell us about this? So, Judge, uh, uh, what are we talk about? Judge oh, no, over here snorting lines. Yeah, continue doing your lines, buddy. Uh, so Judge Eyes is the Japanese title for Judgment. Uh, got removed from store shelves because Pierre Taki did some cocaine and got in trouble for it. With Joe, apparently. <sighs> what? What are you talking about? So they pulled it from shelves, uh, and they have recently decided that they're going to put it back on shelves starting July 18th, uh, without Pierre Taki in it and at a discounted price. So it's going to be... Uh, I didn't know about the discounted price. It's 4,540 yen, which is about 40 bucks, $42. Well, that makes sense because it's a game that's been out for several months. and Yeah, it's been out for several months and it's a revised version. Yeah. Um, they also said that they're not going to patch him out of original copies of the game. So if you have an original copy of the game, you still got your cokehead. Pure that's talkie. so weird to me. You have, like, you have the data. Can't you... Is it really that hard to patch out a character like that when you've already made the version? Like, wouldn't you just patch the like the install on the PS4 to just be the new version of the game? So, two things: uh, internet stuff is like still kind of antiquated in certain parts of Japan. So, like that would be a hard thing. Cause not everybody's connected to the internet 100 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of like rural areas. No, not just rural areas, but like computers aren't as big in Japan as they are in every other country because mm. they have we have roman characters on them it's, yeah it's harder to type i remember seeing a thing that said like faxing is still really big in japan yeah and i mean cell phones that like smartphones even aren't huge over there either yeah um yeah, because it, of keyboards anime always has them using like a yeah, like a phones. nokia flip phone type so that's thing. one thing also they have a uh high uh culture for physical media and by them doing this now they've now increased sales of these older copies of the games they didn't pull them they're now collector's items. Right. They didn't pull the ones that were from shelves. They just stopped shipping them. Oh. So they they halted sales on it, which means that the ones that are on the shelves are were going to be there until they were gone. Yeah. Um, because they were hoping for this. So, oh. See, I thought they like recalled the ones from the that's store. What I no. thought, that's what I thought happened. No, too. they just halted or paused sales or whatever their terminology yeah, yeah, was yeah. for it. Um, so now these older ones, if you have an original copy of it, judge eyes you can still play with pierre taki's likeness in the the game um and he's on the cover you said right yeah he's on mm-hmm. the cover it's the cover for the american version is different than the japanese version but the new one will have him removed from the cover obviously because he's not going to be the yeah. same character 
Um, and then it'll be released at a discounted price. This doesn't affect, obviously, the West at all, since we're getting the revised version regardless. But if you do want an original the creator's vision or whatever you can go on amazon and spend 150 bucks on a physical copy of the original game still sweet so yeah and interesting uh i think it's controversy for controversy's sake yeah it drives it's going to drive more purchases of this game probably yeah and but also i mean that like it's used game sales are a huge thing over there people mm. are going to be clamoring for the original copies like i, I want to like order a japanese copy of the original version you can order one of the um joe that 150 dollars is already earmarked for your play date I mean, you can order one of the asian ones that have the english subtitles in it like mm-hmm. like you know how like most ps4 games have asia versions yeah i think there's an asian version of judge eyes as well oh interesting so you can get that if you really want it um but it's still coming out in, what, the 25th or something like that mm-hmm. over here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lightning round. It's movie time. Right, we've got a couple pieces of movie news this week in the lightning round. Not lightning round. The first of which is we are getting a Just Cause movie from the perfect people to make a Just Cause movie. The creator of John Wick. What do you guys think about that? Uh, uh, well, I saw John Wick 3. I thought it, good? it was very, very good. Still haven't seen it yet. The first, out there. The fucking f- awesome. First, like, 20 minutes of that movie is some of the best 20 minutes of movie ever. Nice. I told you, like, the after the first fight scene, the whole crowd went bonkers. Mm, same when I saw it. The, yeah. The, 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 I mean, there's one particular point where you just heard everyone going, No! No! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that! <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it was very good. Um... Uh, <laughs> brain, 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 what the hell's yeah. the name of the Don't game? Worry, just cause I couldn't remember. Nothing's wrong with your podcast. Joe just had a back injury. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of the game. Just cause because I was thinking of Judgment. Judgment. I was like, yeah. It's not Judgment. It's something else. Just eyes. Just eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just just cause is like almost too ridiculous of a property to. Like, like make into a movie because you into just the real world like oh this is just ridiculous why am i watching this what is this yeah it sounds like a yuva bowl movie like yuva bowl would make a just cause movie he would and it would be terrible but i feel like the person who made the first john wick movie would make a better thing no yeah i mean I, I for sure but i just it doesn't seem like a thing that would translate very well into movies and why somebody who has a semi-serious movie like yeah, well, I guess John no, Wick. No, really, is, John Wick is kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's gotten more and more comedic as it goes on. But the first, yeah. like, I watched the first two in pre- preparation for the third one, and the first one is a very serious movie. The yeah. second one was goofy. Let's good spot dog. And the third one is very goofy. Yeah, the it's, whole, it's him riding a horse through Manhattan. Yeah, a um, very well trained horse. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it, like I said, it just seems like too goofy of a franchise to properly do like i guess he could like tone it down and make it more of an action but like i just picture him like climbing on top of a car surfing it down the road shooting a grappling hook into something flying off in his parachute like that just kind of seems way too goofy in terms. but then again like so it's... all the all the fucking fast and furious movies are that yeah movie. so it's yes. hobbs and shaw yeah. yeah i feel like all you need is a framing device of like movie stuntman gets sucked into an alternate dimension where all this is it's so well, like that's he, not what the just cause i know are. but yeah. the monster hunter movie also isn't soldiers get sucked into the monster hunter universe and yet there that is true so you just need a framing device and all if it is is like oh stuntman gets well, sucked into alternate the, the universe just cause it has a main character yeah but that guy could just be from somewhere rico something i can't remember his name sure yeah 
I mean, Rico Suave. They'll do something to make it work, or it'll just be zany and ridiculous, and it won't have to make any sense because who cares? Yeah, I mean, you could just do that and just say like, "All right, we're just going to make something that's just ridiculous action yeah. with lots of explosions." Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm just wondering if I'm going to be watching it going like, "Come on," because even now, like I said, I watched some of the the fucking. Uh, Fast and Furious movies just kind of going like, come on. Oh, see, the... I shut the brain right off when I turn those yeah, on. Yeah, you can't. He, he punches a fucking torpedo. <laughs> and then it's what we well, were he's saying. he's the rock. Of course he punches <laughs> It's like we were saying about the, the new one, the Hobbs and Shaw movie. We're just like, now he's they're fighting Cyborg? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? No, he's he a Superman. elbows an android? No, he's a Superman. He's Black Superman. Yeah. That's yeah. what he is. He's a Superman. You mean... Well, he uh, said he's like been cybernetically enhanced oh i thought he got like injections of like a super soldier serum no i think he said he was like cybernetically it's, it's enhanced. like oh, bolts okay. i think oh so part yeah, cyborg, whatever part the fuck they want it to be at this because like yeah. at one point he has like a robo suit that comes around him hmm. i mean it's all about family i mean that 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 movie looks great though cybernetics Hobbs aside it's just about family Hobbs and Charles looks good yeah of course yeah, it does so yeah just cause could be just as great i yeah. i have absolute faith in the uh Guy who I don't even know his name. I just know he's the John Wick guy. All you have to do is cast the right person in the lead. If you cast the charismatic person who can pull off the action and the stunts or whatever, like you've you've got it. I, I mean, if I were to have to cast, it would be um, the guy that I can't remember his name, but he's the guy from Star Wars, the new ones. Poe Dameron. Po? Yeah, that guy. Oh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, mm-hmm. he looks a lot like the character. Hmm. What about John Cena? He's, I mean, he's making a big four in the movies, and, and he, he did. He, I was gonna say he's too big, but he has gotten smaller. Yeah, yeah. and he's he's pretty over the top and cartoony, like as a you know, as an emotive actor. Yeah, but it's gotta be somebody Hispanic. Oh, Michael Payne character is that? Mm. Michael Payne would be funny. Although I don't think Oscar Isaac is Hispanic. I don't know what he is. <laughs> John Leguizamo. No, <laughs> Luigi Mario. <laughs> Nice. Uh, all right, lightning round. Last piece of movie news, which I accidentally teased earlier, even though I forgot that it was in here because it was so far down the list. Uh, the Sonic movie has been delayed until 2020 uh, to make the changes that were so desperately needed to Sonic's design. How are you guys feeling about that? Even though they said it wasn't going to be delayed. They did say that, and then they probably went to work and went, oh, yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's delayed. Like, I would feel bad if they had to... Uh, like cram to get mm-hmm. this all fixed. Same. Like uh, I'd rather they take the time and get it right. Uh, like they should have done in the first place. Yep. Uh, it's the kind of thing where like I feel bad that they have to change it, but like it really needed to be changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one thing that was pointed out in the picture, uh, Tyler noticed it when we were talking about in our like group chat, is that the sign that says the new release date of February 2020. Um, just like it looks like an old, you know, fashion Sonic sign, the hand holding it is Sonic's and it is wearing a glove. And I think that is very telling that at the very least he's getting gloves and not white fur. And that it probably means more of a, like a true overhaul of something that's going to be more in line with what people expect to see when they see Sonic. Which is what I, like I said, I keep going back to what I said. He doesn't look like he belongs in a world anyways. So just make him look like how he's supposed to look. Making him some sort of weird half world, half like hybrid Jumanji thing. monkey kid. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It's just wasted at that point. Yeah, this isn't the Just Cause movie. This needs to make sense. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, honestly, I think uh, Pokemon, like, looking as good as it did, yeah. was the kind of thing where they're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. We fucked up. Oh, we half assed it. They full assed it. Yeah. It. No, we're just going to look silly. Yeah. 
But, eh. I mean, we're all going to be seeing it for Jim Carrey anyways. Yeah. So, John, you're going to have to wait in that line a little bit longer. So I I know don't and like I say, care. now that they've done this, we have to see it twice now like to, to make up for them. I oh, don't, we were going to see it twice I don't anyway. Want yeah. it. I don't. I have to, so, everyone listening, like, you have to go see the Sonic movie at least twice as a thank you for them fixing it. If it looks good. Yeah, we don't Someone know. go see it twice for me. I'm not going. John's seeing it three times. Yeah. I don't want to. Every time you say you're not going to see it, that's another time you're going to see it. Yeah. It's like a little kid getting in trouble. We're actually going to <laughs> time out buy Sonic every, movie. four times. We're going to buy every showing in a day on the first day. And we're going to go from one showing to the next to the next to the next. You're just going to binge the same movie. Yeah. I'd rather die. Six times. <laughs> you, you probably will. Yeah. Gotta go fast, John. I'm, I'm gonna go fast out of the theater seven times. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, I mean, I want to see this movie so bad. Oh, good, ten times. Yeah. <laughs> going ten times. I mean, you want to see it badly, John. I'm not gonna stop you from seeing it ten times. Yeah, but I, good. Uh, they're not gonna crunch. They're gonna give it the time to look good, and this also gives them time to make it look a little better. Show us what the new, better version looks like. Have us complain about that, and then they can fix it again. Mm-hmm. So that really pads out the amount of time they have to fix this, and how many times we could tell them to fix it. It just means it's gonna cost them more money, and it's gonna bomb even harder than it would before. Well, no, because you're gonna see it 15 times. <sighs> yeah, I just—that's what—that's the reality of the situation. John, you're gonna be the opening weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to exist anymore. <laughs> 20 times. Um, all right. Well, uh, this has been a very supersized episode of the Broken Clock Podcast. Had to Games make up cast. for two weeks. Had to make up for two weeks. It's also pre-E3 stuff. Um, so lots of news, lots of stuff coming out. Uh, we've got a week to go until E3 really starts in earnest. So next week episode will probably be a lot more rumors. We might get a couple of the the conferences in uh ea is doing a weird thing where they've got slotted half hour things devoted to their games next week so probably be talking about that uh and then maybe we'll get the microsoft conference in depending on when we record uh but at the very least the next two weeks are going to be nothing but e3 talk and uh you know rumor recap the whole thing so it's a very exciting time for video games uh we're very excited to to be doing all of it um so that'll do it for this week's episode of the broken clock podcast games cast remember you can find the games cast every monday morning at 9 a.m on google play itunes podbean stitcher and spotify you can also find us on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods uh so let us know what games you're looking forward to for e3 what are these rumors that you're hoping pan out uh are, how many times are you going to see the sonic movie now that the design has been changed do sure. you care about Death Stranding? Do are you, you buying a Playdate? Are you buying a Playdate? Uh, do you care about the new Call of Duty reboot? Uh, you know, What do you want to see from a Simpsons game? Do you want to see a George R.R. Martin game? There's a ton of stuff to talk about here. Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Ugh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>